Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Friday, October 30th, 2020, the day before 
Halloween, or as they refer to it, Old Hallow's Eve. And welcome to episode number 905 of the Mothership broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. This is, of course, the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS, Chad Henshaw, back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of, subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. We, of course, will start things off with our wrestling news and views segment here tonight, filling in for our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team King Ice, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman Jared D. Girolamo is, of course, our good friends at 411mania.com. Uh, we ho- hope we'll possibly maybe hear tonight from the human suplex machine, John Gross. Uh, he may be taking another Friday off here, ladies and gentlemen. So if he it was not on, of course, by the time our new segment is over with, I'll be also, I will also be bringing you, of course, tonight's uh, wrestling history and birthdays, uh, for, for this evening as well. If you care to chime in, of course, I'd like to come on in. Uh, hopefully, we'll have some more of our folks pop on in here momentarily. Uh, <clears throat> but, and then, uh, of course, I'd like to throw in your two cents about everything going on here. Um, as far as our wrestling discussion tonight, please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, is 1 605 562 0444. Caller ID 1380558, pound the magic six numbers. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening, which will include, in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays here tonight, we hope, of course, to get some official results here from what what we can from tonight's edition of SmackDown. Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen, um, I can go ahead and inform you that uh, we will, that uh, normally I would say, we also would hope, hope to hear from Danny from Oak Park and or the Black Widow, Michelle and Dots. I will go ahead and update everyone, ladies and gentlemen, that the Black Widow, Michelle and Dots will not be making it on here this evening. As, of course, as, as it has been mentioned in here, mentioned here of course, uh, and, of course, the Black Widow herself did say this on last week's edition of WCWS Revolution. Uh, um, her... Uh, um, um, <clears throat> uh, her mother was going in for a procedure here today. Um, I can, I will be giving an update on that here in just a few moments. Uh, but we wanted to, of course, send our love, thoughts, and prayers out to, of course, like I said, to, of course, Michelle and her family here tonight. Uh, <clears throat> and of course, especially to, of course, her mom, of course, we, we know her very well as Mama Dodds. Of course, she's WCWS's resident mama. Uh, of course, also a WCWS Hall of Famer and the current WCWS Simply Ravishing Champion, Miss um, uh, Christy Dodds. Of course, we hope to, of course, uh, we'll give you, of course, an update on, uh, on her progress uh, coming up here, of course, at some point here during the broadcast here tonight. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, it is 9.09 p.m. Eastern Time on Friday, October 30th, 2020. And here on episode 905, of course, of Revolution. Let's go ahead and get you, of course, started with the latest 
uh, wrestling news and views here, of course, here tonight from, from of course, our friends at 411mania.com. We do thank our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us here in the WCWS radio network to read their stories on all of our shows. Of course, uh, uh, including in addition to Revolution, of course, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, Outside the Ropes, Power Hour, as well as WCWS This Morning, among others. Our first story of the evening, ladies and gentlemen, uh, comes to us from Jeremy Thomas, as he has some Ring of Honor news. Uh, as we have a lineup for this weekend's uh, Ring of Honor TV, and also uh, Shane Taylor set for ROH Strong Podcast. ROH has an updated lineup for this week's episode of ROH TV, which will feature the Pure Tournament Finals and more. The updated lineup for the show is right here. The ROH Pure Tournament, Tournament Finals to crown a new Pure Champion. Jonathan Gresham will take on Tracy Williams. Also, EC3 will team up with the Briscoes versus Shane Taylor and the Soldiers of Savagery, who are, uh, let's see, uh, Khan and Moses. Hmm. Shane Taylor, speaking of which, will be the guest on this Monday's episode of the ROH Strong Podcast. Kevin X's latest X report describes the episode as follows. I asked Taylor on the latest episode of the ROH Strong Podcast if he believes... <coughs> Uh, SOS is ready for such a huge match. Uh, Taylor said, if I didn't think they were ready, they wouldn't be in the match with me. I have the utmost confidence in their abilities. I have the utmost confidence in their abilities since I brought them brought them with me back in Columbus, of course, last November. I feel like I inv- invested into a company that's about to boom, and I got in on the ground floor. On the podcast, Taylor will also talk about his story history of EC3, his early days with, in Ring of Honor team with Keith Lee, growing up on the mean streets of Cleveland's east side, using his platform to speak on social justice issues, his vision as CEO of Shane Taylor Promotions, and much more. So we, of course, will of course check that out here, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to, of course, listen in on that. Uh, story just came in here, of course, from Jeremy Thomas. As uh, Mario Lopez, of course, you might remember Mario from Saved by the Bell, also, of course, he's one of the hosts, I think, of the show Access or Access Hollywood, whatever you want to call it. Uh, as Mario Lopez and his family actually go WWE for Halloween. Mario Lopez and his family decided to give their Halloween a WWE look when it came time to costumes. The Saved by the Bell and Extra alum, Extra, I'm sorry, not Access, it was Extra, my apologies, shared pics of himself as Ric Flair as children as Sasha Banks, Bray Wyatt, and Otis to his Twitter account. Of course, the picture is right here on Mario's Twitter account. If you want to check that out. It says, the post of the kids got responses from Wyatt, Dolph Ziggler, and also Stephanie McMahon, all of whom approved. Mario, of course, uh, p- posted on his Twitter handle, at Mario Lopez Viva today, and he says, it's your at Ric Flair Nature Boy, hashtag woo. Hashtag Halloween 2020. Bray Wyatt uh, posted a Twitter, a picture on his Twitter account. Uh, Dolph Ziggler said the word amazing on his Twitter account. And Stephanie McMahon says today, this is too cute. Happy Halloween to the Lopez family. At WWE Bray Wyatt. At Sasha Banks WWE. At Otis WWE. So be sure to, of course, check all that out. Check that out right there as well. As Mario Lopez and his family, as he says, 
dressed up like their favorite WWE wrestlers. So I thought that was really, really cool. <clears throat> Our next story here is Jeremy Thomas has some WWE news as Triple H praises the NXT UK Championship match plus an Undertaker on the latest WWE playlist. Triple H had some high praise for the NXT UK Championship match that took place on this week's show. The NXT boss posted the, the following to hype Walter's title defense against Ila Dragunov on the, on the episode. Uh, Triple H said this on his Twitter account. One of the most physical fights in a, at WWE ring. If you haven't seen this hashtag NXT UK title match, go watch it now on at WWE Network. Hashtag we are NXT UK. The latest episode of WWE, WWE Playlist is online featuring The Undertaker's battles with the Giants. Of course, especially uh, like I see right here in uh, one, one clip right here that he's facing Kali. So, uh, of course, he's faced a lot of big men, of course, during his during, during his years in wrestling. So, so definitely check all that out here, of course, indeed. Uh, we talked about SmackDown a little while ago. Uh, Jeremy Thomas posted this. Uh, uh, part of tonight's SmackDown show, of course, uh, had some qualifiers for uh, for this year's Survivor Series. Uh, WWE has announced two matches, of course. Did announce two matches for tonight's edition of SmackDown, both of which will see stars qualify for Team SmackDown at Survivor Series. The company announced that Kevin Owens will face Dolph Ziggler and Jay Uso will face Daniel Bryan with the winners going to on to represent SmackDown at the pay-per-view. The full updated card for the show is below. Survivor Series, a Survivor Series, both Survivor Series qualifying matches, as we said, of course, Kevin Owens versus Dolph Ziggler and Jay Uso versus Daniel Bryan. Also, Sasha Banks appears to discuss SmackDown's, or SmackDown women's title win, and also Jay Uso faces the consequences for saying, I quit the Roman Reigns at the Hell in the Cell pay-per-view. Uh, so, so, check, so check that out. The recordings here, I'm sure like this, it's being looked at right now, even as we speak. So like I said, we'll hopefully get some more, thought, get some more uh, thoughts and opinions about tonight's edition of SmackDown here in just a few minutes. Jeremy Thomas posted this story right here. As Lance Storm hated WCW's Saskatchewan Hardcore International title name, talks and uh, actually talked about winning three titles in 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 succession. Hmm, okay. Lance Storm memorably won three titles in a short order in WCW. Recalled the situation during a new interview with Fightful. Storm captured the United States Cruiserweight and Hardcore titles in 2000. One right after the other, then renamed them to the Canadian 100 Kilos and, and Under and Saskatchewan Hardcore International uh, titles. Storm talked about hating the name of the, of the latter, the, uh, the Saskatchewan Hardcore Inter International titles, or the SHIT, and more in the interview, and also some highlights and video, of course, over there right here. On the hardcore, WCW Hardcore title being renamed, the Saskatchewan Hardcore International title, he simply put, I hated that name. On winning the U.S. Cruiserweight and Hardcore titles in quick succession, Lance Storm says, well, the thing is that was never pitched to me, but they were making it up as they went along. So it's, okay, you're going to win the U.S. title. Okay, cool. That one I knew about several days ahead. It was Johnny Ace, who was the agent at the time for it. He called me with, you're going to get a big push. You're winning this tournament. 
need you to come up with what your finishers want to be. Because I have been using the half crab up until up until that, and he was undecided on unsure whether he would be able to convince all of these guys to tap. He was thinking he we should probably do a pinfall finisher. After several minutes of debate, he was finally like, "I screwed. I'll just make them all tap out." I was like, "I was like, okay." On winning the hardcore title, he says, I think it was the day before because I know there was two arguments going on. So it was Big Vito, who I beat for the hardcore title. He was really tight with Russo, and he had talked to Russo the day before. And at that point, I was beating him in a U.S. title match on Nitro, and he was beating me in a hardcore t- title match on Thunder or vice versa. We were, e- we were e- each going to defend our titles against each other and successfully retain. It was that day... Of that day, of that that day, decided no. Let's push two titles on Lance because he was arguing and complaining about having to lose the title at the show. On having to carry all three titles around, Lance Storm says. So it was last minute that they decided that that and the other one and another one I found out again an hour before it happened. So I never had a chance for anything to sink in. It's just boom, boom, boom. It's like. Oh, okay, so you're busy doing the job and you don't really think about it until you have to go to the airport. Realize that you have three title belts and you're carrying on, and security is going to be a real nightmare. So, so of course, obviously, so surprise, it's kind of surprising that, of course, one of those belts that was named, that he named, that, uh, that he changed the name of, he didn't actually like the name. Hmm. So, oh, well. Well, there you go. That, that that's from that's coming from his perspective. Jeremy Thomas posted this story as Impact reportedly signs Falaba to a new deal. Falaba is staying with Impact Wrestling for the time being, according to a new report. PW Insider reports that the Impact veteran has signed a new deal with the company. Ba was mostly used in a team with TJP until recently, where he was part of the Wrestle House story over the summer and was the best man for John E. Bravo's wedding to Rosemary that saw a Who Shot Bravo mystery kickoff. Ba has been with Impact since 2017. Okay, let's see here. All right, uh, Jeremy Thomas has this story with some more WWE news as next week's Raw Thunderdome seeds are now available, and and Xavier Woods does a virtual meet and greet. WWE has opened the Thunderdome for next week's episode of Raw. As you, of course, there's there as of course posted on here, spots are available in the Thunderdome for Monday's episode. Of course, on WWE's Twitter account, it says join fans from around the world live on TV. Register now for your virtual seat in the hashtag WWE Thunderdome on hashtag WWE Raw. Also, WWE has announced a virtual meet and greet with Xavier Woods next Wednesday starting at 1 p.m. Eastern. The meet and greet runs $125. Of course, there's a link right here on this story if you want to check it out. And includes a two-minute private one-on-one video with Woods, subject to talent. Of course, it, of course, it, the, the talent, they could change the talent the last minute. A downloadable video of the meet and greets available within two to three days and more. You can find out more in, the, in, the, in this tweet right here. Uh, they said WWE virtual meet and greet tickets are available now. Don't miss your chance for a one-on-one chat with at Austin Creed wins. So check that out. Check out the whole story, of course, right there on the, of course, uh, through that link there on on the uh, on WWE's Twitter account there. 
The Jeremy Thomas has this story as the three prophets talk respect for the new day facing them in Survivor Series and also during a possible singles run. The three prophets are set to face the new day of Survivor Series in a battle of tag team champions, and the two discuss the match and their respect for the group in a new interview with Sports Illustrated. Here are some highlights. On their respect for the new day, uh, both members said respectively. Montez Ford says, those three individuals paved the way and gave us something to look up to and inspire toward. There are three similar people with similar cultural upbringings, and we have so much respect for the way they continue to reinvent themselves and made their mark and continue to do amazing work in this industry and see guys who look like us and act like, the, like, us, act like us. That's so cool to see. Look at the market history they've made. That makes us want to do the exact same thing and more. Dawkins says, I look up to them for a lot of reasons. When I first started, Xavier Woods was the guy that took me under his wing. He taught me the ways of going about being a professional, watching all three of them, the way they carry themselves professionally, the way they compete, and the manner they take all obstacles head on. I was really laughing about the impression they did of us on this past Monday. I was laughing the whole time. Kofi had me down to a T. One of our first backstage interviews on Raw, we were in we were in Toronto, and that's where I had I partied a little too much with Ric Flair. I ended up having to uh, having to chug a whole gallon of water. I was pretty much asleep the entire time backstage. During Kofi say, "Fam, every other fam, every other word like I normally do," and falling asleep in between, and then Wood saying. You can't go full, Dawkins. That was re- that was really good. I can't wait for our rebuttal on SmackDown. On the opportunity that f- uh, facing that facing the new day Survivor Series provides them, Montez Ford says this is a chance to show we belong. We're going to be in there with two superstars. Kobe's a former world champion. The fact that we're in there with two men we look up to, sharing a stage as historic as Survivor Series, this is an opportunity to make our mark and show that we belong. Dawkins says. We've had success in WWE, but we know we're the underdogs here. New Day has so much experience in these situations. They know how to make the most of it, and they've been carrying the torch of the tag division over the last several years. Me me and Tez want to be in that category of tag teams like the New Day, the Dudley Boys, Harlem Heat, the Hardys, the Usos. We want to be in that discussion. On moving to SmackDown when they were the Raw Tag Team Champions, Montez says, it was a shock to us that we've been around this business long enough to know our history. Ted DiBiase became the world champion after paying off Andre the Giant to pin Hulk Hogan. That's an all-time moment. We still re- remember it. For us, the new day, the way we did it, it made sense. It's a great way to have us face each other at Survivor Series. Dawkins says, my first initial thought was we were headed for a match. New Day got drafted to Raw on Friday. We were drafted to SmackDown a few days later. I thought we were going to wrestle them for the SmackDown tag titles, and then they'd wrestle us for the Raw tag titles. I thought we were going to wrestle twice, and I would and I would have been down for it. On Paul Heyman helping them out on Raw, Dawkins says, Paul made the biggest difference by offering these, these simple words, just be you. He wanted us to do exactly what we were doing and be ourselves. As soon as he said that, we just took it and ran with it. Paul put a lot of trust in us. I thank him dearly for that. Paul's the reason we ended up on Raw. He's the catalyst for why we're in the position we're in right now. He saw us putting in work at the, at the Performance Center, and Paul said, I want those guys. And when he felt like we weren't being ourselves, he let us know right off the bat. Luckily, it only happened once, but we always took the advice that he gave us. He trusted us, gave us a platform, and we've been executed, executing on it ever since. Montez Ford says, to piggyback off what Doc said, Paul was very determined to make sure we were being ourselves. 
He felt that what he, he felt that was the best way to succeed, and he had faith and, and trusted in us to do what we needed to do. That spoke volumes to us. He was the pivotal point in our transition from NXT. I thank God for Paul. On the possibility of singles runs, Dawkins says, the plans to remain the team if single, single, singles runs happen will be there to support one another. I'll support Tez, and I'm sure he'll support me. But the main goal for us right now is to raise up into the upper echelon of the tag team division. Montez Ford says, if that ever happens, I feel like it'll be a similar scenario to the New Day during support of Big E and his singles run. I want people I love and care about to succeed, whether it's Dawkins going solo or seeing my see my wife be successful. I want to see that happen, whether we're together or whether we're solo. So we hope a lot of good things, of course, for the for the uh, for the new day. I mean, for the Street Profits, of course, coming up here during their their next big adventure, of course, on SmackDown. Uh, Another story just now popped in here, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go ahead and bring this here to you. Jeremy Thomas has now posted a Harold Meg's Midge New Japan Pro Wrestling exit was not voluntary per a stockholder's report. Uh, Harold Meg exits from his position as NJPW president was not a voluntary choice on his part, according to a stockholder's report. Japanese reporter Suzuki revealed that during the Bushy Road stockholders meeting per FIFL, it was said that Meg did not resign on his own and was fired by Bush, Bushy Road's founder, Takai Kendani. Noted that, it was, noted that it was not his intention to leave and that he would, would have liked to spend the rest of his life working for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Major was announced in late September to be stepping out from the company. He will be replaced by New Japan Pro Wrestling of America President Takami Obari. So, that's a real surprise right there here, folks. So, Uh, let's see here. Okay, let's see here. Uh, the hits keep right on coming here, folks. Of course, while we continue, of course, to hope, hopefully we have some folks pop on here momentarily. Jeremy Thomas posted this story as Danhausen on the, talks about being sent home from Ring of Honor tapings due to pandemic concerns and also his current Ring of Honor status. Dan Housen discussed his status with Ring of Honor, of course being sound from the company's tapings as a precaution over the pandemic concerns, and more in a new interview with Wrestling Inc. ROH decided to send Todd home, who worked the collective as a precaution, after several other wrestlers at the event tested positive for the virus. Here are some highlights. On being sent home from the Ring of Honor tapings due to possible concerns of the pandemic, Dan Housen says, well, Dan Housen, he's tested negative twice, but to be safe, Ring, Ring, of, Housen, Ring, of, Ring of Honor has sent Dan Housen home just to be safe, and then I was still negative. So here we are, but that's the risk that comes with having to go to work. On the risk talent take in doing large event shows like The Collective, he says, probably so, but it is a risk, and we know the risk going into it. You must weigh the risk and the reward. Dan Housen was quite rewarded at The Collective, so he took the risk. Unfortunately, that cost him the TV tapings this time, but Dan Housen will creep his way back in. On being more careful which which shows he goes to, Dan Housen says, actually, Dan Housen was already less likely to be doing indie shows because every 
time he leaves Canada, he comes back. He has to stay in the house for two weeks. The Danhausen picks and chooses the most at once. The collective was the most at once. The Danhausen set up everything to, to go five shows at once and then come back and not do anything else. We know the risk. The only thing we can do is try to be as safe as possible by trying to do our jobs. That's all you can really do. And on his current status as Ring of Honor, I'm trying to get hired. Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor, hire Danhausen. You would think they would just say, hey, Danhausen, you are hired. Look at this. You've sold out two items. Danhausen thinks there's probably five posters left out of the 50. You would, you, you would think there should be. Hello, Danhausen, make us more money. But it is what it is. Danhausen is knocking on the door. So Danhausen is going to get an axe and knock down the door with the axe. So we'll just have to. Uh, one uh, one story here. Uh, Blake Lavelle posts this story here. Uh, posts this story here uh, tonight as Jasmine Duke reveals her plans to continue streaming after WWE WWE's new third uh, party platform policy. As previously reported, WWE superstars AJ Styles, Cesaro, and Mia Yim are among those who have suspended their Twitter accounts following the implementation of the company's new third party platform policy. Jasmine Duke took, her, took to her YouTube feed to share her own update on her future plans for uploading content. Duke released a following to her YouTube community saying that she plans to continue adding content to, as usual to her channel. She says, attention everyone, I will still be streaming. I will still be uploading content regularly to this channel. Names, logos, and likenesses may change, but this channel is mine. I intend on keeping it that way. All I need from you guys is for you to continue watching. Leave a like on the videos you enjoy and share with friends to help grow the community avoid toxic posts and comments avoid feeding into the drama of the situation that some of you are most assuredly aware of if you're not aware of the situation don't worry about it i mean that let's i mean that let's this channel be an escape from that stuff i know many of you have already followed me on my new twitter account but if you haven't please do it now i will only be tweeting about this channel from that account at the 8-bit amazon p.s the new office is coming together nicely Paige is another WWE talent who recently declared her desire to continue using her platform on Twitch despite WWE's policy. According to a recent report from PW Insider, WWE talent tried to get Vince McMahon to change his mind on a new policy, but it appears that that didn't work after the aforementioned talents suspended their streams. Let's see here. Uh, let's see. We there's several more here, ladies and gentlemen, that that are very very unique. That I have to read here. Blake Lavelle here has this story as WWE announces two matches for tonight's 205 Live. Let's see what we have right here. WWE has revealed the lineup for tonight's 205 Live, which will feature Kurt Stallion taking on Arya Davari and D. Brian Kendrick teaming up with Mansoor to take on Chase Parker and Matt Martell. Here's a full release from WWE on the 205 Live card. On what is sure to be a captivating edition of 205 Live, Kurt Stallion is primed to slug it out with Arya Davari after last week's fisticuffs, while Mansoor and the D. Brian Kendrick will team up against Ever Rise following a backstage confrontation. Stallion, who suffered a controversial loss to Tony Nese last week after Davari interfered, seeks his first pinfall win on the Purple Brand against the, per the Persian Lion. During his bout against Nice, Stallion landed a blow on the meddlesome Davari, striking him with a vicious headbutt. 
There's plenty of bad blood already boiling. What will happen when the 205 Live newcomer collides with, with the 205 OG? Earlier today, D. Brian Kendrick approached Mansour for a chat in the backstage area. They were immediately interrupted by Everrise, who chastised Kendrick for losing the Mansour last week and shaking his head after the bout. Kendrick fired back by challenging Chase Parker and Matt Martell to, to a tag team match against himself and Mansour for tonight. But can Mansour trust a man with a plan? After dealing him a loss last week, don't miss the most exciting hour on television tonight at 10, 9 central streaming on the award-winning WWE network. Of course, like I said, there is a, uh, check out to a five lives tweet, of course, for a little bit more information on that. Let's see our next story here, folks. And we got a lot of news here, folks. Uh, Blake Lavelle posted this story. As apparently former ECW Executive Vice President Jim Hurd is set for a new interview series. I didn't think this fellow was still alive, to be honest with you. Jim Hurd, the former Executive Vice President for WCW, is the newest wrestling personality to join Conrad Thompson's media empire. Hurd is set for a new interview series on adfreeshows.com, which will mark the former WCW's head first public interview on this pro wrestling experience in almost two decades. Here's the full press release, courtesy of PW Insider. The former WCW executive vice president to break years of silence in new interview series. For the first time in almost 20 years, former WCW executive vice president Jim Hurd is doing an interview about his experience in the world of professional wrestling as part of a brand new interview series exclusive to adfreeshows.com. Jim Hurd has never sat down for a full-length career retrospective on camera, and to the best of my knowledge, he hasn't been given a phone interview since early 2001. This was said by interview host Conrad Thompson. We heard from nearly every major name in the industry about the Jim Hurd era, but we never got to hear Hurd's side until now, because he remained silent in spite of countless negative interviews or personal attacks lobbied his way. Many folks began to accept those personal opinions as facts. As a result, I don't think history has been completely fair to Mr. Hurd. I wanted to take an objective look at his time in WCW and discuss both the good and the bad nearly 30 years later. I believe this interview will change the narrative about Jim Hurd. Hurd was hired as executive vice president of WCW in 1988. His tenure began on January 3rd, 1989 and lasted until January 8th, 1992. This epic conversation Includes details of Hurd's background in wrestling prior to getting the job with Turner Broadcasting, how and perhaps why he was chosen, and ultimately why he left the position. Everything in between, including the McMahons, the Crockett's, Dusty Rhodes, Jim Cornette, Tully Blanchard, and of course his incredibly tumultuous relationship with Ric Flair will be discussed. Here is, a, <clears throat> here is of course, uh, Here's a here the, for a preview of the show. Of course, you, there's a link there. You can actually, you can actually, of course, uh, check that out if you want to look at that. The voice of wrestling, Jim Ross, was WCW's lead announcer at the time and is now a major contributor to AdFreeShows.com. Ross became a trusted advisor to Hurd, even become a staple on Hurd's now infamous booking committee. Ross described Hurd to us polarizing, controversial, misunderstood, a magnificent. Get, can't wait. Multiple-time WCW television and tag team champion Arn Anderson, who is also a contributor at AdFreeShows.com, knew all too well about how polarizing Hurd could be. When asked about Hurd, Arn said, I remember Jim Hurd telling me since Tully failed his drug test with WWF, we're not hiring him after all. 
you're not worth as much as a single, so we're cutting your money by $150,000. Tony Schiavone, another major contributor to adpreshows.com, received a major raise under Hurd's leadership in 1989, but it wasn't enough to keep Schiavone from leaving for, for, for Vince McMahon's WWF. Tony explained Jim Hurd was a good guy. He was demanding but easy to work for. This felt sometimes he was in over his head running a pro wrestling company without without prior experience. In many ways, it was a no-win situation. This must-see event debuts Tuesday, November the 10th, exclusively on adfreeshows.com. So, ladies and gentlemen, check out check that out there if you want to, of course, listen in on uh, on of course Jim Hurd's point of view, of course of. Uh,
Ladies and gentlemen, I have no idea what just happened here. Apparently, apparently something must have happened with my talk to with talk shoe here, and I didn't did not realize that we just went off that we went off here after I was recording the last few stories. So my humblest apologies there to that here. And um, if there was whatever stories I did miss, uh, we'll try to find them and we'll try to report them a little bit here tomorrow on WWS Power Hour. But we have no idea what happened. Uh, we just apparently we seem to have we seem to have possibly lost the signal. Uh, but uh, but we hope to of course uh, hope to of course find out here. I hope I can find out what happened here. It'd be all of a sudden this talk sheet just seemed to shut itself off for some reason. But it is back up and running. I have no idea. I have no idea why. But of course, we'll just keep we'll keep right pressing along here, folks. As we announce, we do thank our friends once again at 411mania.com for allowing us here in the WWS radio network to read their stories. Of course, filling in for our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team King Ice, King and WO Gerard T. Smith, and of course. The Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, of course, they bring you all the news that's fit to print here in the WWS radio network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, also in GTS's case, Super Glue and Duct Tape cannot beat that old-fashioned combination. And, of course, ladies and, <clears throat> and of course, we, would never, we have never tried to do so for the past five years. So, ladies and gentlemen, let us go ahead and proceed here. While we, of course, attempt to get our our wrestling history and birthdays uh, up here, of course, here for today. Uh, let's see if we can. Uh, uh, let's see. Okay, give us just a second here, folks. Um, because we didn't, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we had no idea that it, it was, there was no, um, there was no, like I said, prior warning whatsoever that that, that our, that talk shoot just finally went off. We don't know. I mean, we still had a signal. We were still broadcasting, so we have no idea what happened. Uh, Okay, let's see here. Let's see here, folks. Let's see if we can get. Okay. Okay, we do have, since the human suplex machine, John Gross, is not on with us, I'll be bringing you wrestling history and birthdays here for today. Uh, on on this day here, let's see, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we want to wish a very happy uh, uh, let me see here. We want to wish a very happy let's see 47th birthday to Edge and also a very happy 35th birthday to a uh, wrestler by the name of Sean Carr's, Carr. His real name is Carl Kramer. So happy birthday, of course, here to him. 
uh, uh, let's see here. Um, let's see here. Not a whole lot going on here in uh, in wrestling history today, here, folks. Let's go ahead and uh, get to, get to this here to you. On this date here in 1969, Antonio Inoki and Mishika, Mishaki defeat Buddy Austin and Mr. Atomic to win the vacated JWA All-Asian Tag Team titles. This would be Inoki's last title reign in JWA. On this date in 1990, in a match film but never aired, the Rockers, Shawn Michaels, and Marty Jannetty defeated the Hart Foundation, Bret Hart and Jim Neidhart, 2-1 in the Best of Three Falls match to win the WWF Tag Team titles. Neidhart was on his way out of the company at the time of the match, but just a short time after reached a new deal with the company, the Rockers defended on the house shows, but the titles would return to the Hart Foundation. The Rockers would never win the championship before being broken up a year later. On this day here in 2007, Salofa Fatu, Fatu uh Jr., otherwise known as Rikishi and Junior Fatu, leaves TNA just six weeks after making his debut due to, due to a financial dispute. Also on this day in 2007, Mark Henry defeat, defeated Big Daddy Kane, Big Daddy V, I'm sorry, Big Daddy Kane is a singer, I'm sorry about that, folks, Big Daddy V, Kane, and the Great Khali in a Monster Mash Battle Royal at an ECW taping. The bout uh, was voted by Wrestling Observer News Other Readers as the sixth worst of 2007. Although I actually kind of like the match myself. So that's just per folks' personal opinion. It's not, doesn't mean it's necessarily reflect those of anyone here in WCWS. On this day in 2012, WB 13 is released in North America. It was the last WB video game to be released on the Nintendo Wii and the last to be released by THQ. As the company would file for bankruptcy just three months later after its release, copies of the game were temporarily recalled but re-released when Take-Two Interactive acquired the WWE game license. And on this day in 2013, Chris Jericho launches his own web comedy series called But I'm Chris Jericho. The series starring Jericho is loosely based on his life as an ex-wrestler struggling to make it as an actor. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Uh, start back here. Folks, we're just going through some other pieces of. We're actually going through some other pieces of history here. Uh, we did not lose any. No wrestlers actually passed away, of course, on this day today. So there you have it for that for the time being here, ladies and gentlemen. So we'll just go ahead and. Uh, We'll just go ahead and, okay, that's all we've got for our wrestling history and birthdays here for today. And <clears throat> and also, of course, I want to thank, once again, 411 Mania for our wrestling news and views segment here tonight. Let's get this, let me give you this, ladies and gentlemen, 9.50 p.m. Eastern Time on, of course, uh, Friday, October 30th, 2020. This is episode, of course, number 905 of WCW US Revolution, 1605-562-0444, caller ID 138055-pound. Mr. WCW US Chad Henshaw on the line, of course, now, of course, be, of course, uh, joined, now being joined, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, let's see here, um, 
Currently, of course, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and bring both of these gentlemen in here right now. Who have been waiting very, very patiently, and I do, of course, appreciate their patience as well. First off, ladies and gentlemen, he is a three-time WCWUS Hall of Famer. He's also a part of the team that brings you WCWUS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoot.com. He's also a multiple title holder in our Trivia Championship Series. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, I've, and, I'll, and I'll introduce him, of course, here momentarily. And our next guest, ladies and gentlemen, is using our TalkShoot video service. He is a member of John Bros's Sports and Pro Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page. He's also a multiple title holder in our Trivia Championship Series. <clears throat> and also, of course, he is also a part of the broadcast team behind WCWUS Sports Machine every Friday afternoon at 4 o'clock right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. And I'm hoping this week's episode of Sports Machine did turn out very well. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, we also referred to him simply as the man with the golden voice. Let's, of course, let's of course introduce here, of course, both these gentlemen. Of course, the first man, we know him simply as JD, but of course, his but of course, we also know him as the Iceman, Jared D. Girolamo. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, we also want to welcome the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming, of course, to the show. Gentlemen, welcome to episode number 905. We are glad to have you here with us here tonight. All I can say is this. Because I am going to have a major, major rant. Well, it looks like you actually didn't say anything because we didn't hear anything. Let me try it uh-huh. again. Hold on. Let me play it again for you. Hold on. Okay. This is what I'm going to say. Are you ready to go? That's what I'm going to say. I see. But before before you before you do so here, before we get Justin's thoughts on this, I would like to, of course, once again point out, ladies and gentlemen, we did mention this at the beginning of the show. Uh, I would like to go ahead and give a little bit more insight here as well. As some of you may have heard possibly heard this possibly last week on episode 902 of Revolution, uh, uh, of course, the, uh, our own WCWUS's uh, resident mama, of course, Christy Dodds, of course, the mother of another Hall of Famer, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, and the grandmother, of course, also our young... Uh, 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 um, of our of our own, of our youngest Hall of Famer, of course, uh, of course, the next big thing, Caleb Dodds, uh, of course, went into the hospital here today for a for a procedure. Uh, I have, of course, an update here um, that was given to me by Michelle herself earlier this evening, prior to, of course, coming in on on the sh- coming in on the show. Um, um, first off, let me go ahead and, uh, um, let me, let me, let me go ahead and, uh, of course, point out, go to, of course, uh, conversation that we had with her, um, on the raw rent panel chat box, of okay. course, here. Okay. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, uh, JD. Uh, uh, as of, of course, earlier this afternoon, of course, uh, Michelle did that her that her mother was in recovery. Uh, uh, 
Uh, of course, she was still, of course, asleep at the time after the procedure had already had taken place. And she was still, of course, uh, asleep and, and resting at that point in time. Uh, uh, we, of course, once again, have received all permission from the Black Widow to, of course, give give uh, updates about her mom's progress. Uh, of course, also here, um, um, and now, ladies and gentlemen, I will go ahead and provide this from, of course, Michelle herself. Michelle herself, of course, here earlier during the private conversation that that I had, of course, here with that I had, of course, here with her. Um, she says that, that as of as of uh, it was uh, 8:45 p.m. Eastern Time that her mom had been checked into a room, and she's actually been up a little bit walking. And she says at that point, so far, she was doing okay. Um, and and of course and of course we would we did inform her that of course everyone here on the show would remain in complete mode for of course Miss Dodds here of course here tonight. Um, so as of right now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, her mom seems to be recovering well. Of course, it's still going to be a very slow process. MLD, like I said, did inform uh, did inform me earlier tonight. That due to this, of course, she has been, of course, I think I've been quite awake here for a lot for a while here, of course, keeping up progress, of course, with her mom's condition, and she is now at home. The Michelle herself is now at home right now, resting, and so she will not be making it on here on for tonight's episode. So, so we completely understand, of course. Like I said, I always say, family does come first here in WWS, ladies and gentlemen. So we, of course, we want to, of course, continue to say. Uh, everyone here in WWUS has, has, has continued to, of course, send prayers their way. And, of course, like I said, she will inform us if, if, if there's anything that we here can do to, of course, kind of help out, of course, along the way. Uh, but as of, like, like I said, right now, it uh, looks like that her mom is, is rest, her mom's resting comfortably, and Michelle herself is back home resting herself. So. Uh, so I think that's good. So that's good. That's good. That's excellent progress right there. So let's all, of course, continue to say a prayer for Mama Dodds herself, of course, ladies and gentlemen, oh. um, during, during, during this time here indeed, because like I said, uh, that's the ultimate medicine is nothing but prayer. So definitely, of course, uh, definitely, of course, let's continue to do just that there indeed. And I'm sure Shaq did mention this on Sports Machine earlier this afternoon we, at, during our my discussion. I think he did. I, I was. I, I if he forgot, uh, I forgot. He forgot. If he forgot, I, I should have said something. I, I'll take the blame on that one. I mean, I was going to say something. I don't know if he mentioned it or not, but I know. Um, I don't know if he said anything because I got off the. Uh, I mean, I was on a little bit. Justin was on too, along with Mitt. We were on for about two, two and a half hours or so. So if he didn't. Um, well, definitely, uh, like you said, definitely say a prayer for Mama uh, Dots for sure. Absolutely, of course. Thank you, thank you very much, here indeed, JD. And now, before we get to JD's discussion, discussion, which I am actually going to, he is actually going to be having a humongous rant here, of course, here as he just now stated momentarily. But before he does, I want, I think Justin did say something uh, while we were talking about Michelle's mom. Let me go ahead and let me go ahead and see. Apparently, he said one thing. I'm sure this is something you may bring up. Apparently, um, 
looks like he says that Jey Uso turned heel on Daniel Bryan. Yes, he did. So it does look like that he's going to possibly cooperate with Roman, it seems like, you think? Or has he? It seems, yeah, it seems like it, yeah. Is both of them going to do it? Did both of them do it? I don't both of them or not. You have to ask Justin. Justin, did both the Usos comply with this? Are both of them, of course, going to align themselves with Roman? It sounds like Jay is. Is Jimmy going to? Sorry, folks. I am quite thirsty. Uh... I, I think he's typing something up now, so give it some stand. So stand by here, indeed. Um, okay. Um, so, 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 Justin. Apparently, now are we saying now that both Usos have turned are now heels? So the Usos tag team is apparently this this storyline is not going to last. I can tell you that right now. Yeah. No, I'm no, I'm sitting waiting for what y'all what way I've just heard this. I don't think this storyline is going to last. Well, we know who and to just, blame on this one. And, okay. Stupid booking. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, uh, or like I said, or in other words, they're doing this because, like I said, for the time being, they don't have a choice. <laughs> so, so apparently, they, they must still have that carrot hanging over their heads. Apparently, that if they do so in any sort of fashion, then, um, uh, then I guess they're still was Roman still going to excommunicate them, their families for something? That's probably why they're doing it. I mean, that's I mean, you heard what he said last Friday. I mean. Right before the pay-per-view. So. Before, uh, Justin, anything else you wish to mention about tonight's SmackDown? Because I also heard something about Sasha Banks was supposed to come out there and talk about her win as well. Oh, you're going to like hearing what I've got to say. Okay. Oh, well, I can't wait either. Uh, but let's see. if Ju Justin, was there anything that was destined? Was there, was there anything uh, else that stood out? Because uh, I heard something about Sasha Banks was supposed to say something. And oh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, JD's very small down. <laughs> How do I know that? I don't. It's a joke. Okay, there you go. Um, are they still? Had they had they gone back to Fox? Are they now going back on Fox? Yeah, they went back to Fox tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because of, okay, I know it's because of the World Series they were on Fox Sports yeah, Morning. Week. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, see, there was something else that I, that, that, I, that I saw here. I also read, of course, that several WWE superstars have already suspended their Twitch accounts. Yeah, because, because of, the of the geriatric, racist, bigoted, narcissistic piece of shit that is Vince McMahon. Yeah, well, well, I mean, uh, do we really blame anybody for doing that? I don't. 
I mean, Tyra Thorne that Jasmine Duke is currently going to start and continue to do it on her YouTube channel. Yeah, and Paige was doing it on hers, I remember. Yeah. Uh, Justin says, Aaliyah, is it pronounced Aaliyah? Ray, Ray's daughter, Aaliyah? Right? Yeah, yeah. That she loves Buddy Murphy, and if she gets hurt, all this will be on Buddy Murphy's shoulders. And, and, and this is what Justin says, as well as, of course, Vince McMahon's, Kevin Dunn's, and uh, and uh, Brother Loves. I mean, Bruce Pritchard's. <laughs> yeah, he still acts like that, you know, to me. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, now, before J.D. gets his take on it, I know, J.D., you're itching to do this. I really I really know. But someone else has popped on the line here, and you're going to, be, you're going to be thrilled to hear who it is. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, now get ready to come on here, episode 905 of Revolution, of course, just as he promised us a, a, a few weeks back. Uh, he is, of course, also a member of John Gross' Sports and Pro Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page. He is also, a, uh, he is, of course, a, a co-holder of both the OVWUS and GWI Tag Team Championship, along with the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. And, of course, also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Holder of multiple titles here in the WCW US Trivia Championship Series. Ladies and gentlemen, for Halen, of course, from the great state of Georgia, where, of course, like I said, he always had, he he may not, he may, sometimes may not have the grapefruits, but he sure has the peaches to prove it. Okay, that sounded terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making fun of Georgia. I love Georgia. I've been to Georgia. It's a pretty area. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, here he is now, ladies and gentlemen, the one and the only, the king of clubs. Mr. Mitt Patel. Mitt, welcome to episode 905 Revolution. Once again, welcome back here, bud. You timed it just right. Uh, you did say October 30th, and here, right here you are. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so, good to have you back on here with us here, bud. Glad, glad to hear from you here again. Uh, JD is itching to mention something about SmackDown, but before he does, Justin's already left his thoughts. Let's hear your thoughts, please. I got to hear what you've got to say if you've seen any, saw anything about SmackDown. Um, first of all, I did not watch any watch SmackDown. I did watch NXT and Hell in a Cell because I'm mm. busy. With, you know what? No, I'm not giving JD a blowjob if he. <laughs> oh God! Who? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mitt, if you do that, you might need a pair of tweezers because he's very small down there. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. uh -huh. right, Taking that joke one step too far. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, uh, but, uh, but, uh, but I understand, I understandable all the way here. Uh, um, well, in this case here, anything about what's happened the last several days here, especially with, like you said, Hell in a Cell, of course, with NXT. Um, now, y'all also knew that Impact had a pay-per-view here, which had a very interesting circumstance. Um, we've been reporting about that all week. Uh, apparently, like I said, there was a reason why Kylie Ray did not fight for the Knockouts title on Saturday. There was a reason. It's because and the thing about it, she's pretty, she's still in good standing with Impact Wrestling. But like I said, she she that apparently nobody has actually heard from her. So that's why they decided to make the call 
to give to give the match to Sue Young, and that's why Sue Young picked up the belt. And of course, obviously, that they, they might be probably using Kylie Ray's situation in with what they're, what they're going on is Deanna Perrazzo is suing Sue Young for what happened on Saturday, apparently. For what I for what I heard in a couple of stories this past week. Um but with that being said here, uh, I think Justin is sitting there uh, and is, uh, Justin is sitting back chilling here as all, only ju- as only Justin can. <laughs> uh, JD is actually, uh, uh, Mitt, Mitt is actually, of course, uh, chugging down to Bruce Keaton on the speaker. I don't know what he's doing. I'm sure he's got something good to drink there. And I'm sure JD came on completely loaded. That's why he sounds like he's drunk. No, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> Yeah. Okay, JD, we're joking. So JD has a lot on his mind about what happened here tonight on SmackDown. So let's all just sit back and relax here. Uh, after JD gets done with his thing, ladies and gentlemen, and I want y'all to hear this, guys. I do have the results of the first quarterfinal matches from the NXT US Halloween Havoc Championship Tournament. And Mitt, I'll explain what that is, of course, here momentarily. Uh, but in the meantime, let's see what JD has to say about SmackDown because I know his, his itching gets out off of his chest and he won't feel he won't be, feel like he's just releasing gas or something until he actually talks about this. So let's just go ahead and see what he's got to say. JD, take it away, please. All right. The night before Halloween... And all was well in the Thunderdome. Yes. And all seemed to be well in the Thunderdome. Or so we thought. The question was, would we be treated to a good show? Or would we be tricked again by seeing a boring-ass, piss-ass, lame-ass, shitty show? You'll find out right now. And I'll give you forewarning ahead of time. Some of this is going to be very graphic. So... Put the kids to bed if they're still awake, and turn down, turn down the vol, turn up, the, turn down the volume, Howard. Because if you don't want the kids to hear this, you're not gonna like what I have to say. And make sure your pants the are pulled be- up tight. Hmm. <laughs> the show, show began, of course, with the so-called tribal chief, the big dog himself, none other than. There ain't no big dog for kind of. No, no. He's none other than Rancid Roman Reigns and his little penguin puffed-up manager, pissant Paul Heyman, coming to the ring, running their stupid little mouth once again. And then, of course, Jay Uso comes out to the show. He's already in the ring. Jay, of course, said he did not like what Roman did on Sunday. And who can blame him? Because Roman then told him, however, however... He's sure, basically, by the end of the night, he would fall in line by the end of the night. And if not, he would make him fall in line. Gee, Roman, why did you suck the cock of Bruce Pritchard, Kevin Dunn, and the geriatric racist, bigoted, narcissistic Vince McMahon while you're at it? Okay? Why don't you blow all of them and suck their meaty cocks at the same time? I'm oh, sure you did right before the show. <laughs> I do sure. not need to see that image. <coughs> I know you didn't, but of course we know they've been blow- he's been blowing them all in line ever since he came back from his little sabbatical when he was given the title on a so silver fucking that... platter. Why was he Tell given the title on a silver platter? Why was that the first match on Hell in a Cell? 
because, I'll tell you, well, to answer your question, Mitt, because Vince, the ever-loving narcissistic, egomaniacal bastard, decided to do so. And who was producing it, you ask? Oh, yeah, Michael P.S. Hayes, because he decided to give us something to go up against because he was afraid that he would get beat by the so-called 60 Minutes hokey interview that we saw on Sunday and also Sunday Night Football. Anyway, let's continue. Our first match of the night, the master of the pop-up powerbomb, Kevin Owens, versus Dolph the Dickhead Douchebag Ziggler with his boyfriend, Rat Boy Robbie Roode. Oh, goody. Let's have Dickhead and Rude, however, continue, however, to play rub and tug with one another, too, however, against the master of the pop-up power on the guy who's been buried more times than you would think over the last little while since WrestleMania, Kevin Owens. Unfortunately, the show-off, however, did not steal the show here and did not qualify for the Survivor Series team, however, if you will. Kevin Owens delivered a stunner, and basically stunned Ziggler's chances, however, by basically beating him one, two, three, and punching his ticket to become the first member of the SmackDown Survivor Series team. Then we go to a backstage segment with Adam Postman Pierce, John Laranitis or Laryngitis 2.0 2020. And of course, he's talking with, of course, the Queen of Hearts herself, Natalia. But then comes out of nowhere, here comes the BST of WWE, the Sasha wannabe Banks of SmackDown now, Bianca Belair, and Billy the Kangaroo K, or the Kim Kardashian stupid bitch of Australia. Oh, goody. I am so excited to see these two on my fucking television tonight. Of course, At Pierce says that tonight... Yeah. They... Pierce decides, is, however, you... to announce there will be a triple threat between all three members tonight. And Natty tries to basically get up in the face of both Billy and, of course, Bianca, saying that she's the best of all time. Hey, Natty, here's a little bit of advice, sweetheart. Why don't you go back to Canada, or wherever, if not Canada, why don't you go back, uh, basically, down to Tampa with TJ, your husband, however, and start making babies for him. Because it's time for you to hang it up, honey. You're not the best of all time anymore. Okay? You're not. Then we go no, to an interview with Corey. Be. What's that? Then no will see ever will be in my books. She was good at one time, I will say, but she's had her day in the sun. Speaking of day in the sun, we then go to the clown, Corey Graves, who has an interview with the freak, Laura Sullivan. And Corey, here's a little bit of advice, my friend. Don't try to piss Lars Sullivan, okay? You're lucky you're still in one place after Lars Sullivan threatened to take your head off and shove it down your throat this week. Then we have Natty, Billy Kane, Bianca Belair. Guys, I'll be back in a second. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is JD's bathroom alarm. Whenever he feels he's got to take a dump, that thing goes ring, ring, ring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Justin, oh, somebody, can you answer me your question? Um, has Carmella returned? Even though they've been doing a vignette on her? You talking about the thing they were doing? They were, they were leading up about two, uh, the, you talking about the mystery woman vignette? Yeah, that, that's Carmella, yeah. clearly. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, uh, I thought she. I thought. I thought she did. I mean, uh, I haven't been watching Warren SmackDown. Been funny and stuff. Okay, Justin has Carmella. Has Carmella returned? <laughs> now he had to step away because I think I think he had a girl over there. He was uh, uh, was she there tonight, Justin? As a matter of fact, meant Justin said that Carmella was there tonight. Did she wrestle? Okay, I'm back. So then we go to our so th What's that? Betty, real quick. Yes. Has Carmella returned? Yeah, I'll get to that in a second. You're going to hear my rant about her in a minute. Of course, we then go to the triple threat match. Natty, Billy, and Bianca. And Bianca is the first person to qualify for the SmackDown team. So now they have one woman, however, already on the SmackDown team in the form of Bianca Belair. Congratulations. But afterwards, we go to a segment involving, like you just said, Mitt, Carmella, the clown, two-point, the clown, uh, one of the other clowns. And of course, she says, however, that she's the woman and she's the difference between who people want you to be and who you are. And that next week, however, she calls the shots and she'll do whatever it takes to get the job done. Gee, Carmella, why don't you tell us how much you love to uh, basically suck up to your boyfriend, Corey Graves, and how much Corey Graves and you obviously blew Bruce Pritchard and Kevin Dunn along with freaking Vince in his office to come back to television, you stupid cunt. Seriously. Why don't you just tell us how much you're so happy of being back on television again, you clown. Like, we need to see your stupid blonde fake-ass bitch, fake bitch face again. Seriously. Speaking of stupidity. Let's talk about one of the stupider things of the night. And believe me, I'm not even close to being done yet, folks. Oh, I'm just getting started. I'm just getting started. We then go to the Messiah Murphy and the whole Rollins, Aila, Dominic, Seth affair. Would somebody please stick some hot coals in my eyes and literally blind my eyes to the point where I can't even see and let my eyelids be taken away from me? Seriously? Sorry, I am tired. Hot, hot water would work too. Thank you. Yes, Smith. Thank you. The reason why I say that is we have seen this bullshit for six months. Okay? We are tired of seeing the same old bullshit that was on Monday night now transferred over to the B-level suck show that is SmackDown or should I say shitty SmackDown on phony, should I say fake-ass Friday night on Fox. With this bullshit. I am tired of seeing this. I am tired of watching it. I am tired of ranting about it. But I cannot help myself. Because I am tired of seeing the same old crap. Booked by Mr. I love you. Boyn ass. Bitch boy. Backstabbing little bastard. Bruce Pritchard. And his writing team. Of Michael P.S. Hayes. And the rest of the goddamn Smackdown writing staff. Ooh. Then we go to the Street Profits. Versus Shinsuke and Cesaro. And the Street Profits end up winning this matchup. But then afterward, we come to slime ball Sami Zayn. He says he's the most qualified man to represent all cons and face the U.S. champion called the greatest 
Liberate and the People's Champion, however. And Bobby Lashley represents well one country. Gee, why don't you learn how to shut up, Sammy? Okay? Because you're going to get your ass handed to you again by Bobby Lashley, MVP's little bitch boy bodyguard, as he's going to totally break you in half over one knee and basically snap you like a twig at Survivor Series if you make it that far. Then... We go to another segment, and oh, I'm going to have another rant about this, and believe me again, I apologize ahead of time if I get a little out of hand here with these remarks, but I can't help it. Once again, we have the boss, Sasha Banks, coming out to the ring. And who Congrats, comes out... Congratulations for being Grand Slam. Congratulations is definitely in order, yes, I agree. After ending Karen Boyley's reign of 380 days. Or so we thought... Because who comes out next but the lying little hypocrite little backstabbing little broad herself, Bailey, who decides to cry foul and say that she's challenging Sasha next week to end her reign as two-week champion. Gee, Bruce, I wonder how much you had to basically tickle Vince's balls in his anus this week by getting that match on television again for the second time in two weeks, you stupid fool. Seriously. Just remember this, Bailey. And Sasha said it best. Backstabbing bitches never win. And Bailey, you're going to find out very quickly that backstabbing bitches won't win when Sasha makes you scream and plead for mercy in the bank statement. And you can bank on that bitch. And you can bank on that bitch. What's that? Sorry. I got questions for you after this segment. Okay, go ahead before I get to the main event. Please. So what would you say was a better match? This Hell in a Cell match between the two or the NFT takeover Brooklyn? Both were great. Both were great. No question. No question. I agree with you. But you know what? For my money, I'm going to go Brooklyn the first time. It was good. It was something we had not seen since Trish and Lita. And I'll even go one better. Sunday was something we haven't seen. that No, no woman used more weapon than they did. Oh, no, no, no question about it. And, and their match last Sunday was phenomenal. I will say no doubt about it, that was phenomenal. And if you want one more that's even more phenomenal between the two of them, go back and watch the one after Brooklyn. The 30-minute Iron Woman match two months after Brooklyn, back in 15. That was even good. They're sort of like when you watch them, they always remind you a little bit. And this is kind of stupid for me to say this, and we know Sasha looks up to, Sasha's always looked up to Eddie Guerrero. She's like the Eddie Guerrero of the WWE. You love and hate her at the same time, uh, respect her. I mean, she's got that toughness. That. She's got that Eddie Guerrero attitude about her. But she's very fluid in the ring. And she can wrestle very good when she has to. And she's put on some good matches. Bailey, I'm not saying it's Malenko. But on this case, a few times when she's fought Bailey, she reminds you a little bit of Malenko because she may be cold as ice and she may be vicious as hell and she may be ruthless as hell. But she always brings out the best in Sasha. So it's kind of even. But I'm not saying she's fully Malenko. But when they fight, it's sort of like Guerrero Malenko of the new generation. And they always bring out the best of each other. No question. No question. But then... Very nice. Then we go to Daniel Bryan versus Jey Uso. And oh, I'm going to have a nice little rant about this one, too. Jey Uso ends up winning and beating the return of Daniel Bryan. But then who shows up? But the tribal chief himself. The little tiptoed turd, if you will. Rat Boy Roman Reigns and Penguin Pissant Paul Heyman. And what does Jey Uso do? 
Jay decides to turn heel all of a sudden and join his cousin. Gee, I wonder how long you had that plan written in the script, Bruce, Dunn, Vince, Hayes. I wonder how long you had that planned on your uh, sheet. I wonder how long you had basically Daniel Bryan being buried. His first night back after three months of being off, however, since he had been home being Mr. Mom, Dad, to Bree, Monroe, how, or not Monroe, uh, Bertie, and the new baby. And yet, what do you do the first night to Daniel Bryan? You disgrace him. You make him look like a dick. And you have Jey Uso beat him. Bravo, Vince. Way to go. I'm sure Roman and the whole Samoan family found a way to bust in your office this week or basically before Hell in a Cell. And you all have one big circle jerk together and also find each other to play rub and tug with each other's dicks in the office. Smart move, Vince. Smart move, buddy. <laughs> so, yeah. All I can say is this. Survivor Series is in three weeks. They're supposed to be out of Thunderdome by December. Vince, I hope you're happy with what you've done with wrestling these last few years. Because once again, it shows you how much of an arrogant douchebag you really are. And how much of a dick sucker. And how many people love to suck your cock every chance you get. You oh, dickhead. So, all I can say is this. Your judgment day is coming very soon, my friend. Very, very soon. It'll start on Tuesday, hopefully. When your little boyfriend, your little pal... Your chum, your wife's best friend, gets his ass kicked his out of the White House. Dog. His little uh, little lap dog. Thank you, Mitt. Yes, thank you. Yeah. And I hope yeah. it'll continue. Yes, and I hope it'll continue going into the new year, because we are tired of your senior senile, slap ass, shitty product, time and again. Vince, I don't want to slap here's that a lesson, ass. my friend. What's uh-uh. that? Yeah, I don't want to slap that ass. Uh-uh. No, mm-hmm. thank you. Vince, here's a little bit of a lesson, my friend. Take a lesson from Cody and Tony Khan, my friend. Learn how to book shit better, okay? Yeah, you put on a good Halloween Havoc. I'll give you that. You did put on a good show on that on Wednesday. But again, it's the same old wash, rinse, and repeat cycle every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, most of the time. So Vince, you're wondering why now I'm ranting about you, because I love to, and I always do it very well. I'm one of the few on the show that does it very well. No one can say any different. If they can, you know what you can do. But I will say that. I can. I know you can. But Vince, as I said, take a lesson here, my friend. A week from tomorrow night, there'll be a show called Full Gear. And guess what, Vince? They've already got a better line than you're going to be putting on in a couple of weeks of Survivor Series. Or should I say, subpar series, if you will. Because it's going to be subpar. So Vince, I hope you're happy once again this week by putting on a shitty week of television, you stupid clown. So all in all, all we can say is, however, as the old, as I've said many times over, and I've, I've said this quote many times over, and we keep on saying it, however, you basically... Tell mom coming. Because hell's coming with me this time. And believe me, I'll bring hell on your house. I'll bring hell to your office. Hell, I'll bring it to everyone that is within ear shining distance of my voice into the WWE universe. I don't care if it's your daughter, your son, I don't care who. Linda, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, 
there will be one place you'll be heading to when this is all said and done. And that is hell. Because right now, my friend, that is where you should be right now more than anywhere else. And that is hell. Because of the hell you have created. The fans, your talent, and everyone else in this company. So Vince, I hope when it's all said and done, CM Punk has said it many times, said it once before, and I'm going to say it again. When you die and get buried into the afterlife, however, yeah, sure, there'll be some people sad, and there'll be a lot of people sad, I'm sure. Me, I'll have mixed emotions about it, sad and relieved. But guess what, Vince? At the end of the day, I'll be joyful because we'll finally realize we don't have to put up with your, part of my language here, dictatorship attitude anymore in the wrestling industry. That's him and his best friend. Who's soon to be and out your of best office. Friend too. Yes, in your best office. But mostly you, Vince. Yes, very good point. Ed. But your dictatorship will finally come to an end and cease to exist. Because there won't be any more people tickling your balls in your ass. You'll be doing that basically from other people in the underground. Or they'll be you'll be asking them to do it for you in the underground. But guess what? Will they do it? No. They'll find a way to stick a white hot poker up your ass and burn you at the stake in more ways than one. So, Vince, all I can say three words to you. Rot in hell. Mitt, let us us both in unison give J.D. one of these. Exactly. Thank you very much. Well put, J.D., well said, indeed, indeed. Uh, and of course, and of course, we point based on what you just said here, JD. I almost say it by this coming Tuesday. After this coming Tuesday, I pray one thing and one thing only that I pray to God, and I'll tell you why. One another reason why here in just a minute. I won't say it now, but I'll tell you here in a little bit that hopefully it will be Donald Trump's last hurrah in the White House. I agree. Did I tell you? I did tell you. His stupid son is here tonight, didn't I? Him and his his sweaty Teddy Nugent, and the guy who I've talked about, Sean Parnell. I've talked about this guy before. We're all out of function tonight, however. Needless to say. So yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Well, so, then we'll I will. Ahead. But you go ahead with the announcement. I'll be right back. Okay, go ahead. Uh, and Mitt, I'm on. This is one reason why I said that about Trump a minute ago. While JD was talking and just sitting, just minding my own business, I was reading a story off of a site called thehill.com. Uh, of course, that's, that's the hill as in Capitol Hill, is basically is what I was talking about. Uh, apparently, now, in terms of course, if folks are going to get any sort of more stimulus help at all whatsoever. The the Senate Majority Leader, the douchebag himself, the one and only Wrench McConnell, and that's why I call most start calling him the old geezer that he is, which I hope he burns along with Trump as well, has said that if there is one that's going to be released, it's going to be they're they're putting it now. Apparently, they have agreed to do it, but they have agreed to do it at the beginning of 2021. I am not kidding. 
that ultimate piece of piece of garbage, that guy shouldn't even be in charge of something like this. Why was he even? <clears throat> when, of course, like I said, when, of course, like, like, like I said here, you know, you know, I don't know what else you can really say, because, like I said, the American people, like I said, have, have, have done their best to make ends meet based on something that was done seven months, six or seven months ago. They were given twelve a $1,200 check to help with a lot, with the help, the help, like I said, to help keep their families afloat. To help so many families keep, so many people to keep their families afloat, and now all of a sudden here they have this long, long drawn out thing here where they can't agree, where they put all this, all this on here on the table here. So you do this, we'll do it. Nothing that has anything to do with the current situation. They ultimately they'll put put all this that. You know, one person said, well, we'll give you this. The other person said, we'll give you that and all that. Both sides turn each other's down. And and then, I mean, sure, sure, they can bail out the post office. Sure, they can elect, they can, they, 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 can, they can swear in a new Supreme Court justice about over 20 days after we, after, after a, a long-running uh, justice sadly passes away. While that was sad and tragic, yes, it was. I'll give it that. But the thing about it is that is something that was not or should not have been pushed at the forefront of getting done. That right there personally should have 100% been put on the back burner. That's something that could have done at the beginning of the year or at least between the holidays or something. Because the, the, the virus pandemic is right now the biggest thing right now that they have to worry about. Because so many people cannot, are, it's hard for them to find jobs. It, over 200,000 people in the United States itself has passed away. A lot of folks are facing eviction. A lot of folks are, a lot of, a lot of folks cannot afford rent and bills and food and everything like that. All because they have to worry about, all because, like I said, they're worried about bringing in a brand new justice here who is not going to do anything to help the American people. I mean, this girl right here sounded like she didn't give a darn about anything here either. I mean, what, 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 what good, what good is that? How is that going to benefit us? I can tell you, it's not. This is something. This this girl, if they, you know, if they had a prime choice, fine. But this prime choice could have waited. Where a lot of people are suffering, a lot of people are at risk. But I guess, like I said, was it they always say, "Mint money talks." Mm -hmm. And um, and I'm sure that it was talking much more loudly than 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 the cry for help from the American people, because. Because apparently, because apparently, it almost seemed like to me that Pelosi was actually ready. Well, at one point, who we said okay was not ready to to uh, play ball here, 
and, and do and do something fantastic. All of a sudden, she's stepping up and saying, want to do something. And McConnell is not is now not doing anything about it because all he cares all he cares about is like I said adjourning everything for two weeks and all and and now even goes on record and saying that it could be 2021 before we could see another help help package here for the for the for, for in terms of the stimulus. I'm surprised. See, the thing about it is that, I mean, sadly, it's in the Constitution that the president can't go anything even all without the approval of both the House and the Senate. That's 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 the downside of all of this right right there. But the thing about it is you have to go beyond the box here in this case, because this is not a normal situation. This is a this is a very serious situation right now that we're all having to deal with. And a lot of people are hurting. I'm surprised that there's not a lot of people. That, this is going to start happening here very, very soon. And like I said, even if they have to kind of hog tie McConnell and make him see all these graphic scenes of all these people, you know, losing their jobs, sitting there on the streets here because they just got kicked out of their homes and everything like that and all that. If that does not convince that clown that, that something needs to be done and needs to be done right away, that guy needs to be needs to be taken taken out of his de- out, away from his desk. Needs to be taken taken from the taken from the Senate. He needs to be taken from Washington D.C. He needs to be sent back to Tucky, Kentucky and also uh, go out there with the rest of the horses and go out there eat a, eat a whole bunch of bluegrass because, like I said, he's not doing anything to help anybody. There's like I said, and and Trump is sent back and let, simply letting him do it. It is not right because the people are hurting. And they all know they're hurting. But as I said before, like I said, if it's not affecting them in any way, shape, or form, then like I said, the three simple words come to mind. And I'm not and I'm and I'm I'm on the side of the people here, but I'm gonna say this because it's something that they're saying. They're simply saying, I don't care. These people are the ones that have no business being given any power over anything. These people need to be taken out of office and then have more responsible people put in those roles and get something done. Because let me tell you something. I hope and pray to God McConnell gets 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 uh, gets voted out. Yeah, Moscow Mitch is an idiot. Moscow Mitch is an idiot. And so, is, I mean, not to say any disrespect, but Lindsey Graham is too. Goofball Graham, as I refer to him as. Don't you, but JD, don't you agree that at least Pelosi is trying to make, is trying to do, is at least making an effort to do something? Yes, she is. And if people don't like it and they don't agree with it, well, that's your prerogative, however, you know. Did you hear what I just said here? It came off a website here. McConnell saying now we may not see another stimulus package until the beginning of the year. We can't wait that long. I'm sorry to say, but we cannot wait that long. I mean, it's already going to be the 1st of November on Sunday. You cannot wait two more months until the first day of the new year. You just cannot do that. But, but this clown, like I said, he figures, okay, I'm not affected because I have plenty of money. I'm worth all these. Yeah, you know what? I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. You take Mitch McConnell's salary and you give it to the American people. Let's see how you deal with it, pal. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you, I give, agree. Yep. you give him their, you give them your salary, buddy, and let, let, let's see what happens. I hate to veer off a of wrestling, but let me tell you something. That guy right there 
They showed pictures of him that looked like he'd been beat up by somebody or he got hurt or something like that. Let me tell you something. If that guy has never had a punch in the face before, man, there's going to be a line going going up going up to the Senate floor that's been wanting to kick his tail for months. And I I, yep. I know you, J.D., you won't be in it. Mitt, I know you uh-huh. want to be. Justin, you want to be. And daggone sure, I want to be. I wouldn't hit him in the face. I hit him in the – I try to kick him where his nuts supposed to be because he doesn't have any, and you no. can't hit him in the head too hard because he has no brains. Not at all. He's just smoking that Can Kentucky blue. Yeah. Please, please, mate, go ahead. Please go ahead before I get to my next talk here. Please go ahead. I'm not going to do no name dropping, but there's someone that we all know that's in this panel that lost his job during this pandemic. Um, yeah, that sucks. It does. Okay, I I go ahead and name him. Our friend Anil Patel. He lost his job. He'd been sitting at home for a good six months, and now he finally got that job back. Which is good. I'm glad he. I'm glad he's back to work. Well, I'm, I'm glad he. Is, very good. Yes, we are good. That is a positive note. That's a positive note. But like I said, that's living proof right there. Like I said, and like I said, the people that I that I help to try every day, y'all know what I do for a living. The mm-hmm. people that I help every day, they are, this is not their fault. These are a lot of people who had, had like I said, had, was doing something to try to make some ends meet. And then all of a sudden when all this happened, they were let go. And ever since that time, it's been hard for them to try to find something to do, even when the job market started coming back up for just a little bitty bit. And like I said, that's, I said at this juncture, it would take anything that was going, anybody that was doing any sort of hiring, even if it was the smallest thing in the world, they would take it. And a lot of people have actually done a lot of applying down here and done And hell, we can't enjoy seeing a new movie during this stupid pandemic. You're right, exactly. Yes, yeah, right, agreed, yeah. At least, like I said, but I'm sure y'all would agree with one thing I have done during this whole thing. I've been posting stuff on our pages like crazy. Because you know why? Because people get bored and they don't want to see the same. They don't want to talk about seeing the same old mess all the time, hear the same old news and all that stuff. They need a release from it. That's why I started doing all that. And a lot of folks have actually given me a word of appreciation and a word of support for me doing that. And I'll do it every single day of the week if I was able to. I, I post up. Yeah, I do you the same thing. Look where I'm. Yep. Yeah, I've been doing the same thing. Look what I did for your entertainment page, posting news about yep. movies. You did, I did and I, I. By the way, I did see that. Made very good. Very. And very also, good. and also on the movie channel page, just before I came on Revolution, I posted two movies on the movie channel. Two movies, two older ones, but one of them, Which one? Diane. Diane Keaton and Baby Boo is on there. Good movie. And is he with Michael, Keaton? Michael Keaton by chance? No. No, no, no. Michael, no. Michael, Michael was born in Pittsburgh, my neck of the woods. I had a friend who actually, who I've had a, and this note, I think I told you guys the story before. I had a friend uh, whose uh, mom and dad, uh, dad actually went to high school with him in Pittsburgh. Oh. Nice guy. Real nice guy. And also, Michael Keaton and Terry Garr in Mr. Mom from 1983. So. Still a classic. I had that DVD. So, yes. So, like I said. and then a whole lot of, whatever it takes. Even recently, I posted Spaceballs. Another classic. 
This is Scroop. Salute. Hail Scroop. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Forget it. Forget it. No more baby. This time I'm going to walk. Mm-hmm. What's, his, what's his name, sir? What's his name, sir? He's a gunner, sir. He's a gunner, sir. I know that's his name. Oh, what's his name? Um, asshole, Vic sir. Asshole. And his cousin? He's an asshole, too, sir. First class Philip Asshole. How many assholes have we got on this ship, anyhow? Yo! Yo! <laughs> Oh, we're up, so right now. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's on there right now if you want to pull it up and watch it. I'll definitely watch that. pull that up. Look here. Oh, and by the <laughs> way, uh, our thoughts and prayers, sorry, real quick, our thoughts and prayers also uh, go out to two people we lost this week uh, in the world of football. I did not mention these guys on the machine today. I wanted to. Uh, earlier today, just three weeks, the three weeks after turning 85, Jimmy Orr, the former Colt and uh, – like I said, Baltimore Colt and uh, Pittsburgh Steeler passed away, of course, who played uh, in the league however, for 12 years, of course. Born in Seneca, South Carolina, died, of course, just a few days ago at the age of 85. And today, Herb Adderley, who uh, competed in the very first Super Bowl, believe it or not, as well as played for the Dallas Cowboys. He had 48 interceptions, 1,046 yards, born in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Of course, went to Michigan State, was drafted uh, in the 12th round of the NFL, and then in the AFL 13 that same year, passing away today at the age of 81. Our thoughts and prayers are certainly with uh, the memories of both these two great football superstars. Adderley, of course, went to uh, Georgia, believe it or not. However, was drafted in the 25th round, picked number 291 in 1957. Adderley, of course, as we said, we told you about his background for going to Michigan State and attending Philadelphia PA Northeast High School. Okay. Thank you very much here, J.D. Our thoughts and prayers definitely will be with these families of these two fine football legends here tonight. All right, uh, uh, Mitt, J.D., and Justin, definitely listen to this very carefully because, as you, are, of course, are also three of the folks that are involved in this. As we had a record 20 people uh, actually be, get involved in our uh, prediction title challenge for this past uh, this past Sunday's Hell in a Cell. Uh, what was ultimately decided that we were going to do is that, like I said, we were, we were going to have a King of the Ring-style tournament to crown a new NXT US Halloween Havoc champion. And that's why I was hoping that we would have an even number, and we did. So <clears throat> so let us go ahead and give you – and we, have, of course, we're going to split that, we split that up to the first quarterfinals, which was this week. Next week, the second quarterfinals. The following week, the semifinals. And then, of course, the following week after that, of course, will be the final match. And of course, this that this this poll, the final match poll will be, of course, will last. I think we'll make that. I'll, I'll let you know how long that will last. The winner of that will become the new NXT US Halloween Havoc champion. Let's give you, of course, the official results here, ladies and gentlemen. And I will post this, of course, uh, comment underneath these particular polls here momentarily. Uh, match match number one uh, by by. Uh, by an eight to three uh, um, uh, vote, Antonio Gutierrez and Gutierrez does get by the Black Widow Michelle and Dots, so he moves on. Uh, I'll come back to match number two here in just a few minutes because there's something I gotta say about that match. Uh, match number three, we see Shaquille Cole Cephas get by Anthony Chobot six votes to five. It was a very close voting indeed. And he will face, uh, let's see, well, I'll have to tell you about that one here momentarily here as well. Uh, match number five, uh, we see the Empress Anne-Marie Rickenbach getting by Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, 
also five votes to four. So she will she will advance. Uh, let us. I'm sorry these are not in order here. Uh, like I said, we made some comments. I think they've kind of shifted a little bit, so I apologize. Match number six. Eddie Garza will advance by defeating John May, nine votes to one. Uh, match number match number seven. Danny from Oak Park wins with a 5-4 win vote over the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie. So Danny will so but now will be Eddie Garza taking on Danny from Oak Park in the match next week. Match in match number eight, we see the human suplex machine John Gross get by. Our friend Samuel McAllister, nine votes to one. And he will face the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, who, who, who gets by Big Diesel Gregory Kramer, five votes to four. So it will be John versus Justin in their second quarterfinal match. All right. So another meeting between John and Justin. Okay. Now the fourth match here, ladies and gentlemen, I'll go back to this. Um, Jordan Stolfless gets by Kevin O'Sullivan, seven votes to one, which means that Shaq will take on Jordan Stolfless in that one. And also, this match here will face that will now face the Empress Anne Marie Rickenbach, and that person will be. I hope he's still on the King of Clubs, Mitt Patel, who defeats right Justin Carter. Who defeats Justin Carter seven votes to five. So Mitt, very good indeed. So, so Mitt, you will face the Empress Emory Rickenbach next week in the second quarterfinals. I'm back. Okay. And here is the one I was talking about here, which is the second one here, ladies and gentlemen. This one, this poll match is officially has right now is undecided because this one involves Alayla Peters and you. JD, there, there no no other votes came in for this, and we have a five five tie right now in this. So, ladies and gentlemen, I have made a post on this uh, underneath this particular uh, poll here that I am giving this two more days before we, of course, start doing the second corner finals. It has been it, it will be up until 11 p.m. Eastern on Sunday, November the first. So you have so so like I said, um, like I said, if, there, if if we ha if we have more votes, if we have more than one vote comes in for either Alayla or JD by the by 11 p.m. on November the first, that person will advance. Now, also JD, I want you to hear this. Listen to this very very carefully, uh, because this this other thing does does also affect you in in, in another poll that's been going on here as well. And that is, of course, if you remember from the uh, OVWUS um, championship belts that I introduced here not too long ago. As you know, you were tied with and you are still tied with Russell McDaniel in that with a one, one vote apiece in that. Uh, what I have decided to do here in this is a win-win. Um, but the thing about this for just a second JD, if you get if you make the if you break the tie here by Sunday, then you will automatically not, not only move on to face Antonio Gutierrez, you will also become the new OVWUS Valley champion. However, I know this seems kind of awkward, but this is this was kind of this is this kind of a unique thing here, guys. 
If Alayla Peters is the one that breaks the tie, Russell McDaniel will become the new OVWS Valley champion. So, uh, I so under uh, so this this particular poll right here is on the top of the pay per view prediction center page. So, uh, so like I said, uh, I'm sure we'll have to get word to Miss Peters on this. And JD, I'm letting you know here as well. You have between until now and 11 p.m. on Sunday to to try to do something to break this tie. So you because you now know. Come on, what guys! I need your votes out there. Come on, what I need you I need you to, to post something underneath this poll that I have here, so that way you can help get the word out on here as well. It's on the pay per view prediction center page. Okay. If you, so definitely get the word out here as well. So right now, I can officially say it will now be Shaq taking on George Stuffless. It will be Eddie Garza taking on Danny from Oak Park. It will be the human machine, John Gross, versus the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming. And it will be the Empress, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, versus the King of Clubs, Mitt Patel, next week in the second quarterfinals. And, of course, we'll let you know here who Antonio Gutierrez will face after Sunday, of course, between J.D. and Alayla Peters. Uh, <clears> 10.52 p.m. Eastern, ladies and gentlemen, on Friday, of course, October 30th, 2020, 1-605-562-0444, uh, caller ID 138055-pound. Uh, this is episode 905 of WSWUS Revolution. Uh, Mr. WSWUS, Chad Hinshaw here, alongside the Iceman, Jared D. Girolamo, uh, the King of Clubs, Mint Patel, and the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming. Be sure to, of course, join us uh, tomorrow evening at 6 o'clock as we bring you WWUS Power Hour. We'll talk about – hold on. Let me finish my thought and you can see. Uh, uh, We will talk about, of course, what happened during the radio network this week, plus bring you Saturdays, some wrestling news tidbits, as well as Saturdays, history, and birthdays. 141-364-POUND. Be sure to join us for tomorrow's episode of Power Hour. And I think J.D. has something he wanted to mention, so please go ahead, yes, J.D. Yes, uh, we do have a couple other news items to report. First off, of course, A.J. Hines, the Houston Nationals manager, has been hired by the Detroit Tigers. However, as of today, so good luck to him, and best of luck on what he how he handles that after what happened with the whole Houston Nationals scandal. Also today, Steve Cohen, the new billionaire owner of the Mets, says he bought the Mets for two and a half billion, but... As we got last week, however, and I remember tonight, we got another week of the NFL, however, and we got some big games coming up this week. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, one thing I will point out here, and thank you for reminding me about that, J.D. There was something that I was going to do here since due to, of course, what happened last night. Um, I was going to actually mention this to Mitt, but I did not even going to come off. Now, Mitt, I did. I, first off, I will let you know here. I did hear that um, that that your Falcons defeated my Panthers last night. I did hear about that. I give you that. And story, I didn't so. even watch. <laughs> well, JD told me I did not get a chance to see it. So I, well, I did because I, I think I might have been doing the show, and I just didn't. I just did not know. Uh, I just did not know that. Uh, I forgot to even bring that up here as well. Uh, so what I am going to do here as a, I would like to do this as a reward here. Excuse me one second. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <get it. laughs> sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, excuse me. Sorry. 
Okay. Anyway, I know Justin's probably sitting there laughing right now. So there, I, I, sorry, ladies and gentlemen, I can't help that sometimes, you know. Well, what do you expect me to do? Hold it in? Okay, I don't think you want me to do that. Uh, uh, I've got a bust. Okay. Um, anyway, um, let me see what we have here. Uh, let me see here. Let me see here. Uh, I am giving you, as you know, of course, Mint, we have multiple people that are currently holding a lot of our belts here in uh, WCWUS. And, of course, like I said, there's a big list is on WCWUS University. If you care to, of course, uh, read over that, take a look at this. But um, keep, keep in mind about some of the folks here, just to give you an idea, of course, you know, J.D., John, Fonzie, Ann, Michelle, Danny, uh, uh, Bobby. Uh, let me see. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of some other folks here. Um, uh, of course, some of some more other other guys, including, of course, Clinton James Smith, uh, Asuchi Hillville, of course, uh, uh, your longtime nemesis, Justin Carter, um, Kevin O'Sullivan. Um, there, like I said, anyway, anyway, what I mentioned, what I'm trying to mention here, Mitt, is I would like for you to name someone you would like to face, and I would like to run, and I would like to mention some of the belts that they have. If you hear of one that you're interested in, I would like to offer you a match against one of these people for, um, and you tell, you tell me which person, I'll let you know what belts they have, if any of these belts sound interesting to you. Uh, so I'd like you for you, like some of the names I just mentioned right there. I would like I would like for you to of course give you that name there indeed. Mm -hmm. So please give so please tell me somebody who you would wish to face. Mm. Thank you very, very carefully. Like we said, we've mentioned some of the people, J.D., John, uh, Bobby, Fonzie, Danny, Michelle, um, just to name a few folks there. Um, or someone that maybe you haven't faced yet that you would like to face. Let's put it that way. Right. I thought that might be a little. I might, that might be a better, better way of bringing that up. Oh, by the way, gentlemen, the opening theme tonight was the old World Championship Wrestling theme from 1987. Uh, there you go. So we went old school tonight. Yes, indeed. Let's see. Who I have I not faced? 
And I think I posted that, by the way, on the NWA US page if you want to pull it up and listen to it. Yeah. And JD Spot is now saying, I hope he doesn't pick me. <laughs> <laughs> no, if he picks me, I'll be glad. I'll, I'll be no. If he wants to challenge me, I mean, I'm throwing it out of here. He can challenge me. I don't care. Okay. Well, like I said, I mean, you got a you got a bunch of belts here too. I mean, like we said, I mean, I mentioned you first of all, so. Um, but this is going to be entirely up to mid right here. Okay. I'm not sure at the moment who I want to face. Okay, well, let me also ask you this. Now, I know you've got several belts in several different, different groups that we have, what I call the tribute groups. You know what I'm talking about when I say that. Um, uh, like for example, of course, WWUS itself, and then of course, you got NWA US, AEW US, uh, UFC US, uh, um, ECW US, SMW US, NJPW US, um, uh, DX US, NXT US, OWN US. I mean. Maybe that might kind of help. UK? Well, I got. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. You may give me an idea here. Uh, as a matter of fact, I do have. Now, what it what 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 it is what it is specifically here, um, is I do have I do have it named as the. Um, Unite the NXT US United Kingdom Champions the way I have it worded. But I actually do have, I, I actually do have a United Kingdom belt. Okay, I would like that. Okay, and that means you would face Michelle. Oh goody. MLD, MLD, MLD currently holds that belt. So is this? By the way, my. By the way, my present does go out to her. Her situation, I heard earlier. With her, with with her mom, uh, her mom is doing. Her mom is doing better. Uh, she talked to me earlier today. That's good. Very good to hear. Yes, and she's at home uh, resting, of course. So she said she was exhausted after that. <laughs> after, after after a long, after of course. But anyway, I had to log off because I go to uh, okay. had to go to sleep or something. Oh, 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 okay, what? Oh, did you have to step out for a second? Uh, no, I need to log off for the night. Oh, okay, okay, well, well then we'll make, we'll make a note of that. Of course, as well as let Mitt know here right fast that for his, um, for his, of course, for his Falcons beating my Panthers on last night, he, I have, I have granted him a title match, and he will, in the future, face the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds for the NXT US United Kingdom Championship. Okay, Matt, well, good to hear from you there, bud. I hope we get to hear more here. Of course, here coming up here, hopefully starting next week, hopefully hear more and more here soon. Um, but, uh, but glad to hear from you, bud, and I'm glad that you're settled in your, I believe, in your new home, I believe. Uh, mm -hmm. 
I'm glad that you are set for all that. So please, uh, but uh, we hope to hear from you, of course, here very, very soon. And uh, good, good, to, good to hear from me. And like I said, we'll do some talking here um, about some more stuff here coming up here in the future. No problem. All right, man. Thank you very man, much. I'll talk to you over the weekend. Uh, have a happy Halloween. Okay, he's already left us for the night. Uh, the we do we, we do think, of course, the King Club Mint Patel here. Yes, indeed. And of course, of course, back as he did mention here before, he said he'd be back on the 30th of October, and he did just that. JD, let's go over the match. Let's go over the football games for this Saturday, if you please, sir. Uh, let's oh, let's fun, just Sunday, you mean Sunday, Sunday. I said this weekend. That's what I said. You said Saturday. I guess when I said this weekend. Okay. Anyway, okay, okay. let's go over the football games for this week. There you go. Please. All right, here we go. Our first game will be on Monday night. It will be Tampa Bay and Tom Brady with Antonio Brown traveling to the hapless New York Giants, who are struggling as we speak with Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. Barkley, of course, had surgery, I believe, today for his torn ACL. Jones, of course, we understand, was with Barkley at a nightclub last week. The G-men are just terrible. I think Tampa's going to crush these guys bad. 34-10. Okay. Justin, uh, now, where, where is it at? Um, MetLife Stadium. It's going to be in Tampa. No, it's going to be at MetLife Stadium in New York. Oh, in New York, New York. Okay. Justin, Tampa Bay versus, versus the New York Giants at New York. Okay, uh, Justin says Tampa Bay. What's your score, Justin, for that? And Justin did say the only thing that made him happy tonight on SmackDown is Bianca winning, should rise to the top. And uh, JD, he also wanted me to let you know that Natty should also definitely retire. So, all right, there you go. Uh, Justin, what's your score in that game? <laughs> Justin's going to score. <laughs> <laughs> Why he types that up? Uh, based on what you just said, JD, uh, um, I'm gonna say Tampa Bay is gonna pull this off. I'm gonna say I'm actually gonna say 2010. All right. And and Justin says 2017 Tampa Bay. Okay. All right. Okay. Next one, we got another good one. Dallas in Philadelphia. Dallas, of course, struggling. Of course, no Andy Dalton. Ben DiNucci from Pine Ridge High School near my neck of the woods in Giftonia, Pennsylvania will get the nod. Andy Dawn will start next week, but Philadelphia needing this one after losing to the Eagles. Dallas is just in disarray. We've seen Jerry Jones go crazy all week. I think the Eagles are going to smash the Cowgirls. I mean, Dallas is just nothing right now in the NFC least. Shaq and I and uh, Justin talked about this this afternoon on the machine. I think Philly's going to pound them bad, 38-7. to you So you think the Eagles are going to beat the Cowboys by this? Yeah. Okay. Justin, the Cowboys versus the Eagles at the Eagles. So the Eagles, the Eagles probably going to take the Cowboy off from his horse and, and float him off into the air, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, so there, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, and let's see, let's see what Justin says here. 
It's good to hear from Mitt tonight. I haven't heard from him in a while. Uh, it's 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 the Dallas Cowboys versus the Philadelphia Eagles. They're playing in Philadelphia. Justin. I listened to a couple old a couple of old old songs that came out long before me and you were ever born, man. Or, the other day. Kentucky Rain by Elvis. Remember that song? Yep. And Big Iron by Marty Robbins. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Justin said Philadelphia 35-15. Ooh, how that big. Uh, well, based upon what you just said, J.D., like I'm, I'm basing this all on your, of course, uh, ex- uh, your your experience, of course, you're in, of course, in our in our uh, sports department here in WCWS. Um, and of course, if we had a building, you would be in charge of the sports department. Trust me, you would. <laughs> yeah, I wish I did. I mean, I'll be with you. Um, I'm going to say Philadelphia here in this. Um, I think this will give Philadelphia some vindication. I'm going to say I like Justin's score, but I'm going to go. I'm going to take it down a notch. I'm actually going to say I'm gonna, actually just going to say 30-15. Philadelphia. Okay. Yeah, All right, nice. next game. Next game, New England at Buffalo. I think Buffalo's been dominant. I mean, Josh, they got to get a win here. If they're going to put the Patriots in the, and send them packing for this season anyway because the Patriots are banged up with injuries. Edelman and Cam is still not Cam. I think Buffalo wins big, 28-10. to 10. Expert opinion. Buffalo, by the way. They're in Buffalo, okay. Expert opinion, J.D., about the Patriots. Do you think they've been yeah. off their game since Tom Brady left? I think so. It's shown. I mean, Cam is not healthy. Edelman's hurt. Belichick's lost a big step this year. This is not the same Patriots team we've known over the years. They've really lost. The, they've lost their mojo this year. I think the Bills, if they really want to clinch the East and really put a statement on this, this is the game to do it in. Exactly. I would agree. Uh, okay, you said this was in Buffalo, correct? Correct. Okay, Justin, um, the next game is the New England Patriots are visiting the Buffalo Bills. They're in Buffalo. Your your pick and your score, please. <laughs> Justin's going to score again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's scoring a lot better than me and you, Jay. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> Put try to put us out the pasture. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> yeah. Earlier this week, I saw in, in saw in a uh, when I was doing outside the ropes, I was talking about uh, uh, folks who have uh, um, passed passed away on this date in history. You know, they mentioned I think it was on Wednesday. I think it was like 14 years ago. I forgot how how old he was, but Red Auerbach died. On um, I think it was October twenty eighth. Yeah, that's all uh, right. Of of, of 06, I think it was. Yeah, how old he was, but I mean, but uh, but to say it was on this date in two thousand. Uh, it was on Wednesday's date in two thousand six that he passed away. Uh, Justin says Buffalo's going to pull it off twenty one ten. Um, I think this game is going to now. We've we've heard about in the past about how. Buffalo has been like an up and down roller coaster ride. 
basically, in my personal uh-huh. opinion. I think that this is going to be talking about. I, I used the word vindication a moment ago. I think this is going to be Buffalo's vindication. They can be the team that's got the reputation of the Patriots now, even though right now that's not the same. Is that the same reputation? as they had, as I said before, when Tom Brady was pretty much dominating the scene up there around New England. Uh, of course, like I said, they, I mean, even a bowl of clam chowder would do a whole lot better than the Patriots. Okay, that sounded very bad. <laughs> uh, by the way, I'm a fan of clam chowder. I, I like their clam chowder. By the way. Anyway, uh, I'm going to say Buffalo in this. I think it's going to be a little low, a little bit. I'm going to say I'm going to say 20 to 7 Buffalo. All right. Next game, the Raiders travel to Cleveland. The Raiders, of course, come off that loss, however, to Tampa Bay last week at home in Vegas. Travel east to Cleveland, the Browns. No Odell Beckham with the torn ACL for the year. And of course, he had surgery. I believe actually, I believe he had surgery today as well, unless he had it yesterday. The Browns come off that big win against Cincinnati. I think the Raiders need this game more than Cleveland. Cleveland can afford a step back here, and I think they will lose a step here. I think Baker's going down this week. Raiders 28, Cleveland 21. This is going to be a very, very close game, I feel. Do you think the Browns are improving this year, in your opinion? I think so. I mean, for this year at least, they are. But, uh, it's again, it's the same old Browns. But I think the Raiders need this. If they want to keep track of uh, Kansas City and the AFC West, they've got to win this game. If they don't, they might as well just pack it in for the year. The Raiders need this more than Cleveland, I feel. Okay. All right. Just and uh, by the way, where where is it at? So when you said they're in Cleveland, you said? Cleveland, Cleveland. Okay. okay. Justin, the next game is the Raiders versus the Browns, and they are in Cleveland. And why he does, I'll go ahead and give mine. Uh, let me see. Uh. Mm-hmm. You know, there's been a back and forth thing. I mean, the Raiders got had a good thing with the Panthers here not too long ago. Um, uh, they might have improved. I think they may have improved somewhat since they've been in. Now, they're in Vegas now. Is that right? The Raiders are in Vegas? Right, yes. That's what I thought. Okay. They're in Vegas now, yeah, now. They're in Vegas. They're officially in Vegas. Okay. But, but they're not uh, playing in Vegas this week. You're not put yeah, right, but 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 now the team is primarily. But I was just saying, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, okay. So uh, that's all. Okay. Uh, are they going to keep that team name, or are they going to change? They're going to keep them that team. They're going to keep the Raiders. Oh name. yeah, it's the Las Vegas Raiders. It's the Las Vegas Raiders. It's full time. Okay, there's no plan. There's no plans to change it. Okay, uh, I'm going to say in this one, like you said, it's going to be a close one. Oh, by the way, Justin did say the Raiders are going to win 25-20. Okay, uh, this is going to be a close game. There, and you know what? I'm even going to go one step further in this, but based upon what you and Justin has just said, uh, I think it's going to go into overtime, just one overtime, I think. There's a special note for that. But I think but I think with the hometown advantage, i got to give it to Cleveland here in this. I'm going to say, th- I'm gonna say 2017. Okay. Good one. Yeah. All right, next one. We go to... New Orleans traveling to Chicago. Uh, the Bears coming off that uh, very disappointing loss on Monday night in Los Angeles. The Saints coming off, of course, uh, well, a bye week, but uh, I think it was a bye week. 
But uh, after what's happened with New Orleans this week, the Saints have got to – if they want to challenge Tampa in that uh, some of the division with Carolina and Atlanta, they've got to win this game. Breeze, he's been up and down all year. The Bears be is hungry. This is a tough one. But, I mean, I'm going to take Chicago. As much as I like New Orleans, I'm going Chicago 24, New Orleans 10. Okay. And you say it's New Orleans traveling to Chicago. I believe you said correct. Correct. Um, yes. Okay. Justin, the Saints versus the Bears, they're playing in Chicago. And, of course, if you're from New Orleans and eat all that jambalaya, you will it will you, you will you will definitely make Chicago known as the Windy City. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know how that restaurant Popeye serves a lot of that New Orleans cooking? Oh, I know. I, no, no, I wonder if there's actually one in New Orleans at Popeye's. I thought one there was one. There in is. New I, I stayed I stayed at one, actually. I, the, the Popeye's next to the hotel I stayed at in Charles Street when I was down in New Orleans five years ago. Had a Popeye's next door. Was the food that expensive down there at that one? It is anywhere else? It was a little bit, yeah. I mean, the shrimp and that, yeah. I mean, it wasn't too bad, though. Okay. You know what? Every time I go to a seafood restaurant, I always love popcorn shrimp, man. I can't. Yeah, so do I. I'm the same way. That or scampi. That or scampi are my two. Yeah. Uh, Justin's going with the Saints to win 35 to 30. And by the way, he's given us a, he's given a good plug here. Love that chicken from Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Justin. Appreciate that one. There you go, bud. Very nice, very nice, Justin. Indeed. Uh, uh, let's see. In Chicago, uh, you know, you know, I'm gonna go on out on a limb here. I'm gonna say the Saints are gonna pull this off, but I don't think. I, I think because of the fact that the Bears will probably have the hometown advantage again. I really feel that New Orleans is probably not going to win by that much. I'm going to say 27-21 New Orleans. All right. Next game, we're going to go to, of course, uh, let's see here, Minnesota at Green Bay in Lambeau. I think Green Bay is going to win this one. I mean, Aaron Rodgers might be the biggest quarterback, except for that one game against Tampa. I still think he's the toughest quarterback in the league. Blowout city. This is going to happen. Green Bay 41, Minnesota 14. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, uh, let's see. You said they'll be in Lambeau and Green Bay. Okay. Right. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, Justin, the Vikings versus the Packers. They're playing at Green Bay in Lambeau. Oh, by the way, um, oh, 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 by the way, did did you know that the Duke, that the Duke boys from uh, the Dukes of Hazard had a cousin? No. Yeah, they was from Green Bay. His name was Lambo Duke. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Lambo Duke. Lambo Duke. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, Justin, your score, please. By the way, I got two closing good things. I got two good themes tonight. How to close us out with on this rare Halloween? So be prepared. Ooh, okay, two. Okay, sounds sounds good. Double header. I like that. Uh, he's going with Green Bay here, fifteen to nine. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna give it to Green Bay as well. I'm gonna say 
I bet you uh, I've heard that both these teams have been on a – I mean, Green Bay maybe a little bit more than Minnesota, but both teams have been on a pretty decent roll here recently. I've, I've been reading Minnesota's a couple been of things. Minnesota's been struggling a little bit this year, but... Okay. Fun. They stepped it up the pace a bit, but I mean, like you said, they have struggled, like you yep. said. Uh, but I'm going to say it's still going to be a little bit of a blowout. I'm going to say uh, 30 to 10. All right. And we, real quick, I will ask one question to each of you. However, just one word answer to this. The Chiefs are favored by 21 against the Jets, however. Do the Jets finally. Uh, Win a game, or do they go win, stay winless? I'm saying yes. They get blown out big. Okay. Uh, Justin, um, I don't know if you heard J.D.'s question or not. Uh, do, do the New York Jets stay winless when they go in to face Kansas City this weekend or not? Or, or, not? or, do, they, or do they pick up a win over Kansas City? Justin pretty much is in the I don't know category. Okay. Uh, and me, the Jets almost to be kind of sound a little bit more like how Cleveland has been here in the last several years. They haven't really won that many, in my personal opinion. Uh, I got to say they stay winless. And it's just a tough All guess. Right. I'm just. I'm, I'm going to say it's a tough guess. Now, are they playing this weekend? Who? The, team, the teams you just said. Yeah, they're playing each other in Kansas City. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, 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 now, okay, are they, is it Kansas, so is Kansas City and Jets, where, where, where are they at, by the way? It's an arrowhead in Kansas City. Kansas City is here by 21. Okay, all right, so, so, you're, so, so, what's your, you didn't, okay, well, let, let's get your thoughts here. I'm sorry. I, Kansas I, City, I, another blowout. Pat Mahomes, 38. Jets, 3. Okay. Justin, Kansas City versus the New York Jets. They're playing, you said, in Kansas City? Yep. We got two more games after this. Okay. And they're playing in Kansas City, Justin. Uh, actually, Justin says. Actually, Justin uh, says here, Jet Jets will win it, twenty-two twelve. Okay. Okay. And I'm I'm going to say here. I think based upon what the, the question you just gave, which by the way, an excellent question by the way, GD. Uh, I'm going to say here. I'm going to say Kansas City is going to pull it off here. And I don't think it's going to get. I don't think the score is going to really be that. It's going to, it's going to really go that big. Even though, like I said, the, the Chiefs will pull off the win. I don't think they're going to get up this high. That that get up this high. But I'm going to say twenty-seven zero. All right. Two more games to go. Our second to last game. However, San Francisco and Seattle. I think Seattle has to win this. Frisco. They beat New England last week. Seattle needs this more after losing in overtime to Arizona last week. 26-23. I think Seattle ekes it out with a field goal. Okay. 
Okay, okay, now, okay, San Francisco versus Seattle. They're playing. They're going. They're playing yeah. where? In Seattle. Yeah. Justin, the 49ers, 49ers versus the Seahawks at Seattle. Where if you look look at the space needle, think of JD. No, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I'm too. Is anyone ever do you know anybody's ever been in that space needle in Seattle? You know anybody's no, ever been surprisingly in there? I don't. I have a few friends who live in Seattle, but they have never been in there. No, surprisingly they have not. Is, is it is it true they have like a restaurant in that too? Yes, and an elevator. I think you go to the top or something like that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's what I had heard. Does it, does it turn around? Why it moves up or something? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll ask my buddy in Seattle. He knows the answer to that. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cause I mean, it's been up there for years, and I don't know. Do they still oh, do it's that? Been a or? long time. I know. Yes. I think so. Yeah. I'm not sure. I think so. Oh, okay. All right. Um, Justin says the 49ers will pull it off, 26-23. Almost in the same way I am. Okay. Okay. This is going to be a. This is going to be a toss up. My personal opinion here: both teams very impressive, but obviously I'm going to go with the 49ers here. I'm going to say I'm going to say this is going to be rather close. I'm going to say 2013 49ers. Okay, what is it again? 20 to 13. 20 to 13. Okay. All right, and our final game it will be in Baltimore: the Steelers and the Ravens. Always a final uh, battle. This is going to be a good one. Pittsburgh ekes it out, however. 21-20. Ooh, that, you talk about close. Now, there will be in Pittsburgh, is that correct? Baltimore, Baltimore. There will be in Baltimore, okay. Justin, the last game, the, the Steelers versus the Ravens in Baltimore. Is JD Baltimore or Balti less? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Monday morning down here, they said the low down here is supposed to be 33 degrees. Yeah, it's supposed to be. Uh, I'm looking at your weather, however, too. Right now, it's supposed to be uh, 58 with sun and clouds tomorrow, 63 and chance of rain, then 53, 61, 66, 67, 69. Sunshine Monday through uh, Friday. There is an area flood advisory in your neck of the woods. My neck of the woods, it's 37 right now. Cloudy. Uh, hold on, tell you in a minute. And I'll give me a minute here, folks. Tomorrow will be sun and clouds 49, a chance of uh, 
Late day shower on Sunday, 43 with sun and clouds on Monday, but the 53, 63, 64, 65, however, uh, next week. So it's going to start warming back up again. And uh, while we're doing that, ladies and gentlemen, Justin's going to give us his. We do have some college football to report. Maryland beat Minnesota in overtime, 50, 45, 44, in a thriller. Tonight. Okay. And uh, we're looking at the other scoreboard right now. Let's see here. Schedule. Uh, right now, we do have, uh, and, however, Fresno State won last night, 38-17. Georgia Southern beat South Alabama, 24-17. Right now, Hawaii and Wyoming are playing right now. We're going to try to get an update on those scores here in just a few minutes here. Please know, so please bear with us. All right. And Justin is, of course, working on getting us his information here on the uh, on the last game here. Well, he looks at his enormous... You don't have to worry about the weather. I already gave you your weather forecast, everyone, so there you go. Also, to let you know, this Monday on Raw Radio, one three ten four four pound be sure to check out Justin, myself, Chad, Ann, JML, Jeff, Michelle, Rhonda, of course, Gerard, Fonzie, and John. Of course, we will have the NFL and college football breakdown for you. However, we will also talk about some of our favorite unique moments of the Survivor Series, plus our Raw Ratings predictions and the Monday Football score. 3 p.m., one three eight seven four four pound Be sure to check that out this week. I believe this is episode 266 or 267, if I'm not missing, but definitely check it out this Monday. All right. Thank you very much, JD, for that Raw Radio update. Justin now has got his folks, got his information here. He's going with the Steelers, 18-14. to 14. And he also, J.D., has a fun fact for you. You might probably remember this, but he wants to bring it to your attention. Uh, this is, of course, a little sports history. This is actually from yesterday's date, um, October 29th, uh, 30 years ago, which was, of course, I think 1990. The Steelers defeated the Rams 41-10. to 10. Yep. And also, 20 years ago yesterday was the final Halloween Havoc until this past week. That's right, yeah, absolutely. Oh, by the way, but I'm going to tell you another thing I read in the news that you're going to be surprised to hear, and you may have already heard about it. I'll tell you just a minute. Let me give you my thing for my stuff right here. Um, I'm going to, of course, of course, of course, since you give you give you give kudos to my team all the time, I once again give kudos to your team. I really believe that the Steelers are going to pull off pull off the win here. Uh, even though they're going to be in Baltimore, I think they're going to. Really, I think Steelers are going to be, uh, be 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 the odds-on favorite here, and I am going to give them a score of twenty-eight to twenty-one. There you go. Okay. Oh, by the way, um, talk about something that somebody that we haven't heard from in over twenty years. This is going to be coming up here. I don't know if you. Um, I would have to. Let me see here. Let me see if let me see let me see if I can find it here because I might I might have to tell you in this manner here. Hold on one second. Let me see if I can find it. Okay. Uh, I won't go, I won't go through the whole detail, but I just want to give you a give you a. Uh, did you hear something about that that WWE actually canceled a um, canceled a um, kickboxing fight involving Zia Lee? Yeah, I heard something about that. Actually, believe it or not, yes, I did hear something about that. Yeah, so so apparently, uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 apparently, like I said, she has she has some she has some sort of beef with uh, with WWE over that. Apparently, yeah, I heard that. Uh, yes. Oh crap! I can't even find it now. Let's see. 
Um, let me yeah, because I wanted to try. I wanted to try to find the uh, because there, there it's it's, it's going to be done on a particular site here. Um, uh, hold on, let me see if I can find it here. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, okay. Yes. Okay. Here. Okay. I, okay. I, I I found it. I found it. I found it. Apparently, according to Blake Lavelle from 411mania.com, there is a new interview series that is supposed to be uh, uh, coming out here. I think Conrad Thompson is supposed to be the host of this. The site is, is that it's going to be on, by the way, is called Ad AD free shows.com and yeah, with Tim Hurd, that is going to be a very that's my interesting interview to hear. yeah and this is for the first time over 20 years he's going to break his silence and he's going to give his side of the story about his time I'm looking forward to seeing that that's going to be a very interesting thing because Conrad Thompson we know does a lot of something with Bruce Pritchard he does grilling JR he does 83 weeks with Eric Bischoff what happened when with Tony Schiavone I listen to all those podcasts I have them on my phone and those are some good podcasts to go back and listen to and I think with this Hurt interview, this is going to be a very, very inter- interesting interview because he'll talk about his life and times in WCW, what it was like with Ric Flair, Sullivan, uh, the Varsity Club, all the stuff that happened in the late 80s, early 90s with WCW. So uh, it's going to be very interesting, no question about it. And he's going to have a lot to discuss, I'm sure. Yes. Also, all, yeah, by, by, yeah, so definitely, so definitely, like I said, um, um, uh, de- definitely, like I said, of course, here, uh, uh, ch- uh, definitely, of course, ch- uh, check that out. And JD, if you get a chance to listen to that interview, I would like to get your take on on some of it whenever it does uh, pop on. Well, I don't know when. I, I forgot when they said it was supposed to be beyond. But if you, if you get I a chance, think, to- hold on. Uh, I think it is in two weeks, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. If, if, like I, that's right. That's what I thought. Okay. Uh, Oh, by the way, WWE is doing a meet and greet here soon here with Xavier Woods, and it's going to, and it's going to cost about one hundred twenty-five dollars if you want to, of course, go on there and talk to them. Yeah, it's uh, actually it is Tuesday, November tenth, two weeks from Tuesday. So, folks, definitely check it out. It is going to be worth checking out, no doubt about it. And also, I read a story about Lance Storm was interviewed recently, saying that he actually. When when asked about the when he took the U.S. cruiserweight and uh, hardcore title on WCW and he turned it into belts yep, based I on, he said that actually the one that they called the the, the when the one he renamed the hardcore title the Saskatchewan Wrestling Invitational or hardcore Invitational or I think it was that he said that he actually hated it. He said he didn't he said he didn't like it at all. Apparently it was. So they said one of them was like in advance and all that. This was back in 20 years ago. But he said he did not. He said he did. He said he did not. Of course, uh, he did not. Was very very fond of holding, of hold, of course having holding that belt, or of course as they called it the S H I T. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. Uh, JD, Justin, anything you that you wish to add, gentlemen, before we go off before we go off here, of course, for the weekend. So stay safe, be careful, everyone. Happy early Halloween, and believe me, we're going to have a couple good things to talk about, have good uh, uh, things to close out tonight, so you want to stay tuned.
And Jake, and ladies and gentlemen, if if you if you cannot if you go to your local stores and cannot find any can't find any candy bars, reason being is because JD has been to every single store across the country here, and he's ate every single one of them, and now he's going to have a complete bellyache. <laughs> no, that's that, that true. This is this is very true, people. By the way. And Justin, he has nothing to add here. So, folks, on that note here, well, I want to thank you very much for listening to episode 905, of course, of Revolution. I definitely want to thank the Iceman, Jared DiGeralmo, as well as, of course, the uh, King of Clubs, Mitt Patel, as well as, of course, the Soulman, Justin Lewis, Fleming, for joining us here tonight. Of course, over the weekend, ladies and gentlemen, be sure to keep, of course, uh, the family of the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, in prayer, of course, as her mother continues to recover after her, of course, her surgery. I believe she had this today. Um, and, of course, pray for Michelle herself. I'm sure that she's going to be around the clock over the weekend checking on her mom to make sure that her mom is doing uh, is doing better. So on that note here, folks, um, well, thank you for listening here to us here tonight. Uh, <clears throat> also, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, be sure to check out all of our pages here, of course, on Facebook, including, of course, like we said, Sports Roundup, Entertainment Cavalcade, Movie Channel, Location of Animation, Motor Week Retro Review, Cars of the Past. Also, of course, the Power Rangers page, Protecting the Power. Uh, also, of course, uh, our tribute groups to, of course, Don Rickles, uh, Johnny Carson, as well as, of course, um, uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Also, of course, our wrestling tribute groups here as well, of course, including, of course, where we got a lot of great wrestling promos and material, of course, mainly including the Video Vault. Uh, women of WCWUS for our female uh, listeners, as well as, of course, uh, some of our other groups, including uh, Revolution Radio, WCWUS WCW, Universe, Dynasty, Legacy, Nitro Thunder. Check out all those pages. we got so many to choose from here, folks. Just read all the posts we've got up and, up and going. We'll keep everybody, of course, up to date on a lot of things here over the weekend here. Because we are around the clock here posting, of course, different things here each and every time. Uh, of course, of course, uh, we of course posting new content each and every time. So, including like we said, the movie channel, we've got two movies up currently right now. Video Vault, we've got stockpile with, of course, a bunch of different matchups and everything like that going on, uh, <clears throat> and also other wrestling moments as well. So, be sure to listen in on all that. Be sure to listen to WWUS Power Hour, of course, tomorrow evening at six o'clock, one four one three six four pound. As well as, of course, WWUS this morning, of course, uh, Sunday morning at 8 a.m., 805-8613 pound as we get you prepped for the following week, of course, here for the first week of November here, of course, here in the WCWS radio network. Also, we'll bring you Sunday's wrestling history and birthdays and some wrestling news tidbits from 411mania.com. So be sure to listen in on that Sunday morning at 8 a.m. <clears throat> Uh, of course, take, be sure to, let, of course, keep in mind Mr. WCWUS's rules to live by and deal with everything going on with this pandemic. Keep yourself clean, keep your hands clean, and mostly, ladies and gentlemen, by all means, say, take, a, take a moment and just say a prayer, too, because, like I said, even a small prayer not only will help you get through, get through your daily routine, but you're also sending that out to those who really, really who use a lot of prayer here right now. Especially, of course, with this election here going on, which, of course, all of us here hope and pray to God that Donald Trump will not be in that White House after this coming Tuesday. But we're always, all we can simply do is just simply pray. Uh, <laughs> so on that, so we'll just have to see what all happens, of course, here with that. Uh, of course, since 2015, your source for everything going for everything in the world of pro wrestling, 
pop culture and everything in between. This is, of course, the one and the only, the WCW US Radio Network. And as, ladies and gentlemen, as we did here just a little while ago here, the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo, has a very early Halloween treat. No tricks, ladies and gentlemen, just a couple of real good treats here to close out, of course, episode 905 of Revolution. So let us now see what he has in store for us out of his, his little, of course, Halloween pumpkin filled with all his goodies indeed. So, J.D., please go ahead. Right. We got number one, a very funny clip, so I hope everyone likes this one. Here's clip number one. It is not here. Look again, it has to be. Rose, I have read every want ad in the paper. Mine is not here. Are you sure you dropped it off at the newspaper office? Dorothy, you told me exactly what you wanted me to do a dozen times. Any idiot could have done it. I know, honey, but you were the only one going down. <laughs> Are you sure that you dropped it off at the newspaper office? Six people already called while you were out. You did that to me. I'll try and find it. Not yet. I'm here because of your ad in the paper. Willing to do anything, $8 an hour, no job too big or small. Yes, yes, of course. Please come in. I'm sorry, I didn't expect people to actually come here. I just figured, you know, that I would be going to them. That's the way it'll work in the future, when my video camera gets back from the shop. <laughs> so tell me, what type of work is it that you need done, Mr. Um, Toto? Mr. Toto. Oh, no, Mr. Just Toto. You're Dorothy, and I'm Toto. <laughs> Eight dollars. <laughs> Dorothy, you owe me an apology. Your ad's right here. Oh. Personals column. So what? So what? You put an ad in the personals column that said I will do anything for eight dollars an hour. <laughs> look, it's right under an ad that reads: "The professor seeking non-smoking Oriental woman who is into Wesson oil and bears a resemblance to Florence Henderson." <laughs> That sign, Doug? Yes. I know him. He's a sick man. <laughs> I'm terribly sorry for this mix-up. Goodbye. Oh, my God, I don't believe this. <laughs> I'm going to call the cops if you don't get out of here right away, you pervert. Hi, Father Rossi. Here's a can for the needy. <laughs> oh, no. I'm terribly sorry. I promise that I will say Hail Marys until Madonna has a hit movie. Hi. Here's my eight dollars. Let's get started, Dorothy. Oh, I'm not Dorothy. She is. Your four dollars. Let's get started. How would you like your rear end kicked across the street? Oh, great. Here's the other four dollars. <laughs> Greek sailors out front. <laughs> they won't know how many drachma there are and they don't. <laughs> All right, that was clip number one. Now, here's clip number two. What death is?
Take care and God bless you, folks. And have a good day and stay safe, folks. This is, of course, a WCWS radio network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.